forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains godless fake meat, a countrywide French giveaway, a ahem, Gant tree lift, and a round and round that has moved around. We're talking Astro Orbiter on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, a podcast about theme parks, which once again grapples with getting 90 minutes out of a ride that goes round and round for 90 seconds. I'm Scott Gardner. I'm up to the challenge. Mike Carlson. Yeah, I'm here. My name's Mike Carlson, and I'm not worried a bit. I'm not worried for a second that we won't be able to talk mm-hmm. uh, about it. I mean, it. think about it. It goes round. That's 45 right there. And it goes yeah. round again. That's another 45. That yep. gets you to 90. Yeah, we got to no, talk I, about both both halves of the experience. I hate to be so cocky at the top of an episode, but I am. I'm feeling very confident, very sure of myself, this and I hope. Is, well, this is good. I this hope will Jason resonate too. I'm feeling confident too because there's always the long wait for this 90 seconds too. Oh, yeah, that he's feeling cocksure as well. well that we is part of it. Yes. Well, there's also so many of them. There's so many of them with so many names. That's a lot of why I thought, oh, this is this is something here. We got because we're really we're talking about a bunch of rides. Do all yeah, of the right. rides go round and round and that's it? Yes, but yes. by the time you collect them all, uh, um, yeah. So today we're we're talking about the Rocket Round and Rounds. Any any of the Disney <laughs> Park rides over the years that have had a a, a Rocket Round and Round, uh, um, that, or that have been a rocket that goes mm-hmm. round and round, which have been in the park since. The 56, uh, a longtime franchise. Yes. Um, as part of our little campaign to uh, uh, keep Tomorrowland alive mm-hmm. in the show, as promised and uh, negated on long ago. But first, mm. uh, let me jump ahead to a period where there will be, uh, I imagine, no Tomorrowland. Although, well, there's haunted Tomorrowland stuff here and yes, there. Yes, that of course there is. Yes. Uh, um, but I'm talking about October. October is on the way, and that is when Podcast the Ride becomes Hauntcast the Fright, a season of mm. tricks and treats and haunts and puns and uh, scary names that are uh, uh, negotiated and mm-hmm. litigated uh, Very, yeah. for, for a good five minutes at the beginning of every episode. Uh, um, but uh, that means... That uh, a special treat for this year, as part of the Halloween season, we will be doing, for the first time ever, Hauntcast the Fright live at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. That's Friday, October 20th. Two shows, one at 7.30, one at 10. These are going to be super fun. We're really excited for them. Let's say costumes encouraged. Yeah, right? sure, yeah. I think sure. so. Why I, not? Right. Unless people feel uh, humiliated to wear a deep theme park reference uh, costume. Mm-hmm. Why should uh, no. As they go from the parking lot to the street. Uh, but why, hey, that's a safe place to do it, I think. Yeah. They mm-hmm. should feel confident. They should feel cocky when they're doing that. Get that Carlson cockiness, the famous yeah. Carlson cockiness. I'll right. be costuming it up. I'd like to. We haven't discussed this, really. We did a we little. We got a costume Yeah, we it up. did a little. You threw um, out some ideas. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you got to see what we'll be wearing. Uh-huh. We want to see 
see what you'll be wearing. Uh, they're going to be really fun shows. We're also going to be live streaming mm-hmm. both of those. Thanks to Dynasty Typewriter, and those will be archived for a little bit after, too. Click a link in the show notes, and you will find all that. And that's all of our business. Right? Wrong. No, we're coming <gasps> to Orlando, and uh, I think that's largely sold out. Thank you, the audience. Seats for sold, if you want to sit, they're sold, sold out. out. Yes, yeah. but we still have, there are standing room spots available. There are yes. floors. There are spots for your left and right feet yes. uh, if you still want to make, at least as of this recording, there are. Uh, uh, doing two live shows on November 10th, that's a Friday, uh, at Tin Roof on iDrive. Oh, yeah. Cannot wait for that. Oh, being live on iDrive, what a feeling that's mm. going to be. All the greats have played it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, yes, Van Halen cover bands, <laughs> yeah. uh, a Metallica cover band, Lincoln Park cover bands. Oh, yeah. Um, and now us, and we're going to cover different uh, uh, rides and facets of the theme park. World. That's right. So yeah. we're keeping with the tradition. Do you think the Tin Roof um, venue has Tin Roof like Sundays? We're going to have to uh, elaborate. Tin Roof, uh, uh, you see a blizzard or a Sunday Tin Roof, it's chopped nuts and chopped cherries. Well, that's the name of a specific and, ice cream dish? Uh, yeah, chocolate sauce really? or fudge. Yeah, Tin Look, Roof. you're the experts. So you got to tell us. Su- is it called a Tin Roof Sunday? Yeah. Listeners type in comments. How do Mike and Jason wow. not know the thing that Jason said? I just look, I'm not as much. A, he's the treat boy. There's a reason why he's the treat boy. Tin Roof Sunday. And I, I've known Jason over a decade and he has never, I don't think I've heard him say Tin Roof Sunday before. So that's interesting. Loaded with layers of vanilla and chocolate ice cream, gooey marshmallow sauce and chocolate sauce and plenty of Spanish peanuts for a delicious salty crunch. Yeah. How about that? I think it's one they have to have it room. then. This is a chain. Tin Roof is some chain. They have like 12, 14 locations in America. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, great. I don't so think I, uh, I, that. I, I would chain. think that they have something like Top that. Top Round Roast Beef, I believe they had. Um, they have concretes, you know, like I know blizzards. what concrete is, yes. Yeah, they, they, Tin Roof was one of the ones there. Okay. So I think the peanuts are a big element. Marshmallow. Would you eat, would you eat a Tin Roof Sunday on stage at the Tin Roof if it was available? Uh... <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, I. Does he want to? Does Jason want to perform under the influence? That's the question. <laughs> That's the question. Yeah, but the question is, do we want the place like, oh, not kind of packed, or do we want the place packed when people hear that you're going to be eating for two shows? So it's going to have to be two different Tin Roof Sundays live on stage. So now we don't even have shows. standing room. We well, have we have lying room. We have lie. You yeah. can lie on the floor, and the and bartenders will step <laughs> over you. There's no, but that's 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 the pandemonium there is to see they, Jason <laughs> eat a Tin Roof at Tin Roof. They sell tickets yeah. across the street and hand up binoculars so you can kind of see through the window. Oh, the, oh yeah, that's that's the nasty voyeur ticket. The peeping they Tom give, ticket. Yeah, the peeping Tom. <laughs> we, are, we will sell peeping Tom tickets if we break fire code with the amount of tickets sold in the building. And we would like if you if you get a peeping Tom ticket to wear a trench coat and a hat. Yes, please. Go all the way with there it. will be some loners, but we can't guarantee loners for everyone, okay? Yeah, we can't. So Because <laughs> the demand will be too high. He hasn't we'll agreed to fits, eat it, though. You know, you know one side does not fit all exactly it's amazing yeah. you think but. we all came along you know we were born after the period of jackets having or restaurants having loner jackets of like oh sir you need to put a jacket on mm-hmm. to eat this under season prime rib <laughs> <laughs> there's got to be a place in that still does that yeah i'm sure there is but but, but not tin, it's not tin roof orlando you no, do not no, have to wear a fancy they jacket they got a lot of food I'm, I'm looking at i desserts i don't know i don't know if it's a different menu or they're not yeah dessert. i don't see but they are missing out on a whole area. Um, be something. But drinks and food looks good. I think I think we're gonna have a fun time there. So uh, make make it 
if you can, if you if you can yeah. squeeze in. But God bless you, Orlando audience, or anybody traveling in for uh, for grabbing those seats and joining us. We we are so excited about all of this block of live show fun. Yeah. Um. But all that being said, um, let's get back to Tomorrowland. Uh, as I said, we're trying to make mm-hmm. good on the the Tomorrowland promise. We discussed some of this on the second gate several days ago. We talked about another. Uh, since the beginning Tomorrowland franchise that has uh, changed names slightly <laughs> through the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Rocket to the Moon, Flight to the Moon, Mission to Mars, uh, now Red Rockets, Pizza Port, then Alien Pizza Planet, mm-hmm. at least in... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So they've kept the tradition of uh, slight name yes. pivots. And we go back to slight name pivots with this, with, with uh, Astro Orbiter, Rocket Jets, whatever you want to call it. Um but uh, I said at the beginning, I threw it under the bus a little, and I said this is a ride that, that goes round and round. And yes, that is what the ride does. But I think there's more here. And I don't think we would, you know, we are under no obligation to do it if there wasn't more here. Um, the more here, two Astro Orbiter rocket jets, all of it, I think is that um, it also, just due to its size and due to it being a rare outdoor Tomorrowland experience, I think it becomes kind of a, a symbol of the land in a way. Sometimes yeah. situated mm-hmm. in such a place in Tomorrowland that it's like the weenie, that imagineering mm-hmm. term. It's like the it's the the beacon calling you into the land, right. telling you from afar, telling you everything you need to know about the land. Right. Um, and at, in that position. This is my big thesis at the top here. Mm-hmm. I think that all of these rides represent their respective Tomorrowlands in big ways. Okay. Um, I think they represent the the strengths of their particular Tomorrowlands, and in a lot of cases, their weaknesses. I feel mm. like you can tell the overall health of a Tomorrowland <laughs> by checking on its Astro Orbiter. <laughs> it's like the it's, I don't know what part of the body you would say, but it's like well, let's check that, and then that might be that might indicate a greater problem you put the big stethoscope up to the astral orbiter and That's see right yes check yeah. on each of its orbs right see, see what you Deep hear breath astral mm-hmm. orbiter check uh, on its on its uh, current level of paint coat or yeah that's yeah i i think there's a lot of truth to that uh it's certainly something that yeah suggest especially for kids suggests what almost all the rides should be about in some ways it's 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 gives you like it goes, I, all these rides I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be in a little ship, and I'm going to be going somewhere. Yeah. That's true. That is most Tomorrowland experiences yeah. over the years, isn't it? It's some from Star Tours to Space Mountain. It's Yeah, um, other than technically Autopia being in there, but yeah, everything else is sure. you're in a little spaceship. Yeah, that, that's never made sense. It's like, go to a rocket. Here's three rides, sometimes four Lots of rides where you go to space. Yeah. And then here's a ride where you get in a car. Yeah. A future it, car? No. A current <laughs> car. Probably, actually, probably a 1990s car. Yeah. It makes yeah. sense, I guess, from the original Tomorrowland, I suppose, because it was just a bunch of ads for different companies that Walt was f- friendly with. Yes. So it's like, and then there's like ads for paint and stuff, but- it certainly doesn't make sense now. And the highway system was really being built up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's yeah. like the future is highways. Future is you will be driving on high. The future is little kids will be driving on highways. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything else, like you see that as a kid. And, and like that's the, that's putting an image in your head of sort of what Space Mountain is like. So I almost feel like you're like, it strengthens Space Mountain 
in a way. It's a little like demo. It's like getting yeah. your uh, getting your feet wet in terms of uh, yes. elevated Disney rocket travel. It feels like you're. It feels like the basic training for Space Mountain in a lot of ways because you can true. at least you can see you're outside and you're not going into space, but you're in this little vehicle and it oh. looks like space. So then when you're in space, your brain. Because I know my brain sort of took me there the first time I ever went on it. Like, I knew I wasn't in space, but man, your imagination runs wild with what's in the actual, like, building of Space Mountain. Sure, yeah. Uh, in addition to going round and round, let's not forget, also goes up and down. Yes, this is true. <laughs> As any good spinner yes. ride should have, it does give you the ability to control it and control how high you get in it. Uh, which is I, adds significantly to the thrills, especially in the ones where you're elevated on a platform already. Mm-hmm. So that can you going all the way up perhaps gets you to like 80 feet in the air, I think mm-hmm. is, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not true of, uh, of all of them right. necessarily. They're all a little different. They're all a little bit different. Uh, um, they really it's it's a confusing thing to chart and we, we can step through them. Um, but let me, before we do any, like, history, let me just ask you guys, um, any, like, emotional attachments or feelings you have about any iterations of this franchise? There's one, or has been one, at some point in, all, in I think, every Magic Kingdom park, right? Yeah. They've all yeah. at least had, had some equivalent. Well, there's, Tokyo disappeared. Yeah, um, Tokyo's the only one that doesn't have it currently, I think. But they did have one at some right. point. Um, but the, the applicable ones, like mostly for us in terms of childhood are, are Disneyland and Disney World. Mm-hmm. Um, strong feelings about this attraction from any point in your life. Uh, yeah, I always liked the Disney World one when I was young. I mean, I, I definitely wrote it when it was Star Jets mm-hmm. when it was the original one, and certainly wrote it plenty um, as Astro Orbiter, which has a lot going for it. Both Star Jets and Astro Orbiter in Florida. You're high up. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Okay. You, technically, I guess you would take a gantry elevator, a gantry lift, some might say. Oh, an early to get up Disney there. Gantry, Wait, why yes. a gant? What gantry? I don't think you said it right. Can you say it gantry? in a different way? Yeah, did you said it in a. I just feel like that something was wrong about it. Something's missing. Oh. There's a little spin. You're not Sorry. putting on it. No, no. I mean, I'm just saying. I think you you're saying I didn't put enough mustard. On I think J- Jason's I just, mi- completely Jason missing. We completely both are missing. getting it. What's the way to say gantry? Gantry that is that if we know. Here, I here's can't what we're getting. To, it. to be fair in, to Jason, there's been other times when he says something wrong, and this is not actually that bit. No, this is no, a no, different no. bit. Oh, okay. So this bit Think is about I, when I, you I'm hear like flashing back no, to I'm happy sorry, memories no. of childhood what's and smiling, now. and it's they're a, like, "How did you say that word? No one no, says no, no, no. anymore." Wait, I'm sorry, it's it's unclear. What's the some... fun way to say gantry in the world of theme parks? Oh, a gantry lift. <laughs> well, it's almost I think there. No, I'm sorry. It was close to the thing where we were like, what was that word? That's not what we were. I sorry. I should have presented. Yes, I know way. there's one, I, if not I more see, of those I per see. episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is you just where you weren't speaking in you proper rocket. rocket ease. Yeah, yeah. A gantry lift. A there gantry, we go. gantry lift. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to hear it. Hey, great. So I was like that. And, and especially the big planets. I think the big planets certainly plus it up a little. And. Mm-hmm. That area of Tomorrowland, un- above the People Mover, 
you hear that great music loop, that kind of spacey music loop I always loved. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that becomes like the onboard soundtrack. There's not a, like uh, music made for this ride, but you, you're picking up the, the area music. Yeah, yeah. You, you get it on the people mover and walking around and in this. So it's kind of like, I don't know, it, it, it is a unifying thing in that land and it being high up and kind of... I think they painted it at some point. Like, I didn't remember the rockets being this kind of, like, shiny blue, okay. fluorescent blue almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think they look good. Yeah, yeah. I think the I think the Florida one is pretty is pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, looks good from afar. I like being up in that uh, California grill at the Contemporary. It's kind of like the main oh, yeah. thing you can see, mm-hmm. you know, and when it's lit up at night and got, uh, got neon stripes and that kind of thing. Uh, it's a lot, a lot of a uh, big, big part of the skyline there. Um, Mike, feelings? Do you care about any of these? <clears throat> yeah, I think I said on Dumbo, the Dumbo episode, that that I feel like I'm gonna fly out of them, and it's a, <laughs> it stresses me out even more than now that I'm older. But as a kid, I did really like it, but. It's too. It's so slow moving that I would feel like I'm gonna fall out. I'm gonna fall out, and then I would be very afraid to pull it all the way up. Because especially when you go all the way to the top, you're leaning oh, a little bit, oh, yes. and now you're in an angle. So then I would just be like, be like a, a little stressed the whole time. So I would be very interested in going on it. But then when I was little, I feel like I would be like, I don't want to raise it up too high. I'm like, so I'm like floating on the ground and all the other kids are just looking like the coolest kids ever and every one all of the other ones are all, all the, the other kids are all the way up only yeah yes. i'm getting in that when i i was a kid i would get in that thing and as soon as it would start to move i would just pull of it of course all the jason's way making me look like a loser as a little kid i'll do it now to save face if i'm on one of these if i'm on dumbo if i'm on astro birds i will go all the way to top because i know i have to prove to everyone that i'm cool from to, kid to, to the children from you eight, have to prove to the children that from you're cool eight, yeah from three years old to 85 years old i have to prove now to everybody yeah that i can do this because i was so afraid to do it when i was little but well, i think the yeah i think if you're a four-year-old getting on dumbo for the first time on your first trip to disneyland and as as, as you get aboard that thing uh, uh i think the main thing you're thinking is hey that older guy in <laughs> elephant number nine is he cool or not <laughs> yeah that's that's what i think uh, they're thinking so i have to so they will say oh is he cool or not and they go oh he went all the way to the top and he's, he's spending most of the ride on the top so yes he is cool okay. so therefore no further information needed on whether this guy is cool yes he's yes is he blasting what the... his weaknesses were but i guess he's cool <laughs> is he blasting <laughs> olivia rodrigo's guts from the elephant as well yes he is wow this is gonna be the new this is the new move with you is <laughs> olivia rodrigo equals cool having listened to some olivia rodrigo i've listened to half does of all it. the work you need to... yeah 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 i've listened to half of it <laughs> you've listened to half. wow this guy's elephant is all the way up he looks like a guy who's yeah. probably listened to half of olivia rodrigo's <laughs> <laughs> my elephant is all the way up which is <laughs> that'd be a good line in a song where i'm uh, some sort of hip hop song. That's a DJ Khaled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't stop me. My elephants all, all the way, the way up. up. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. This is a run. I would be sad if it ever ended. If you didn't. If you stopped shouting names of albums almost in an accusatory fashion. Oh, if things at yeah. us for maybe thinking that you're not with it. I feel like it happened not long ago. With like, I've heard Harry Styles. I've heard the Styles album. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like hey, the- why are you? I'm not saying you didn't hear it. I'm not thinking about it at all. Uh-huh. 
Uh, I like the Harry Styles album, but Harry's House. Yeah, you've you've explained Harry's House. I'm a huge Harry's House fan. I know you're a big Harry's House guy. In case you don't think I am anymore, I am. I just wanted to put that out there. If you think I stopped liking Harry's House, I didn't. I don't know. Why are you making these gestures like you're like like you want to choke us? Because I can tell Jason doesn't believe me. Well, you you got really intense. You were like, we need to. Watch Don't Worry Darling without the gossip and hearsay. Don't listen to the gossip. Just listen to the music. Enjoy the movie. Yeah. Enjoy Don't Worry Darling. Jason, stop looking at me while we record. You're making me nervous. Do you like the sad Olivia Rodrigo songs or like that really like up-tempo fun song about hooking up with your ex? There's a couple couple soft, uh, slower ones in the first half. What what is I don't really want to spend too much time because I do have some thoughts on this. (laughs) Oh, now all I want to do is girl you about Olivia Rodrigo. But I'm not prepared necessarily to do it. (laughs) I know it's It's, not called- I thought you like it. I thought you were cool. Are you cool or not? I am cool. (laughs) I know it's not called Fuck It, It's Fine, but the song- some about of the hooking songs, up with your ex is really catchy. Of, here's the thing. Some of the songs I think are trying to go for like a young, like a new Joan Jett quality. And sometimes I feel like with modern recording technologies, things sound too slick. And it yeah. doesn't give me quite the feeling or the feeling maybe they were going for. And then you go back and listen to like early Joan Jett and there's a grittier, it sounds grittier to me. Partly yeah. because of the recording. Well, that's my feeling about, you know, uh, Steely Dan's 2000 album, Two Against Nature versus mm. like Asia or Gaucho. Sure, yeah. The songwriting's still there, but ultimately the recording's just a little too slick. It's too slick sometimes. And some, some bands, it's good when it's too slick. You listen mm-hmm. to a Radiohead album and it's like the recording is precise and clean and it just sounds like... It sounds amazing and that's right for that music. Mm-hmm. So, But when you're going for the grit of Jet... That's what I think, but that's a that's kind of a fir- at first listen. So it's not an in depth review. I'll give my in depth review later. What do you think about the song uh, "Love Is Embarrassing"? Oh, oh wait, that's track nine. I guess we don't shit. know. Shit. We haven't gotten. Did to I get track to track nine? nine? I don't yet. think I did. You're you're a bad idea, right, guy like me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, so a lot of plenty of cools here. Um, <laughs> I go on the top Maybe. of Dumbo. I listen to the newest music. A brutal out there. I, I'm I went to the Eras tour. <laughs> <laughs> I am not aging. Just a bro. My age is not changing. It's staying the same. In fact, it's going backwards. So if, if I'd seen if, if I'd seen every night of eras, it would have reversed all of my gray hairs. Too expensive. It was ultimately only I only some of them went backwards. Yes. Because I only saw one night. There yeah. there is no way you were the only man talking about the eras tour breaking down in front of you. <laughs> I saw the eras tour. You're sa- <laughs> I was at eras. I know I was born in a different era, but I saw eras today. Yeah. <laughs> Costume changes. I'm just owning. I went to Beck, who was. I went. To, I fought Taylor Swift traffic to go to Beck and not oh, yeah. Taylor Swift, where he made reference to like, all right, let's get all you Swifty dads up and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, I'm. I'm willing to. <laughs> I'm willing to take uh, dad jokes at my back shit. You got a friendship bracelet that says, baby, I'm a lost cause. On it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel about uh, uh, keeping up. Yeah. I know too right. much about two against nature. Once you cross the two against nature bridge, there's no going back. <laughs> you just can't. You just have to embrace it and know you're not going back to cool. That older millennial is running after us trying to tell us about the best tracks on modern guilt. 
<laughs> which is 10 years old. Which is a very ancient old. album. Yeah, it's so yeah. old at this point. Really old. Uh, um, so, uh, anyway, we're all cool. Now let's prove it by talking about all the iterations of the Astro Jets yeah. attraction in the history of the Disney parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, yeah, look, this uh, um, it, it's it's been there since 56. Um, this was, it, it was called Astro Jets then mm-hmm. um it's considered i didn't realize it was considered like the first major new ride to get added to disney oh yeah yeah post opening so this mm-hmm. is this is this is proven hey we're not we didn't uh yeah here look blow at our wad months ago we got we got more ideas mm-hmm. you think we only had elephants that spin around we got rockets that spin around and this was like the most exciting thing there <laughs> i think in some so ways. at yeah. that time probably yeah. yes um, because, you know, it's always been any iteration of this has, you know, yes, it's a spinner ride like Dumbo, but it's always been kind of kind of bigger, kind of scarier, yes. a little more austere. Mm-hmm. Possibly it's, you know, uh, Dumbo is for little kids. This is for 12 year olds at least yeah. well, or only on, or uh, eight year olds as brave as 12 year olds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the tr- best iterations of it are up higher. They're either mm-hmm. above the people mover oh, or yeah. in Tokyo just above because it looked better. Yeah. Oh, Hi. Sure. oh yeah. They didn't need to. They didn't yes. need to. In Tokyo, there was not a people mover, but they still built a platform yeah. for it because it's cooler. Also very funny. The Tokyo version had a big, the big rocket in the center says USA on it. They kept that design. <laughs> that is weird. Yes. I mean, that's the, again, I, I, I think we'll find the various ways that this attraction represents the Tomorrowland or the park. And that to me feels like what that says about Tokyo Disneyland when it opened was, let's just do all the stuff the American parks are doing. <laughs> Down to yeah. a rocket says USA. Yes. We are rarely reinventing the wheel. We like what they have. Let's do what they have. And then mm-hmm. they've come to forge their own identity, you know, in the years since. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so... We got Astrojets. It's not up on a platform yet. Um, it's it's just down on ground level. They haven't innovated to that extent yet. Um, then we get the first name change. Astro. It was mm-hmm. Astrojets until 1964. United Airlines joins as a park sponsor for the Tiki Room, and they say no more Astrojets because American Airlines, our competitor, calls their planes astrojets yes inaccurately mm. <laughs> yeah right um, so they were pitching a fit about something on the other side of the park they're not even close to they don't sponsor that ride but they don't want anywhere they, they consider that free advertising for american airlines famous astrojets yeah it's just which it, it, a little to me it's like wasn't this is just kind of gibberish? Isn't everything space age back then? Like, wasn't everyone just using jet and astro and mm-hmm. moon and you know? Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. That's just that was them trying to be cool back then. Yeah, we're yeah. With, we're we're up on that space parlance. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think no reason to uh, make that change. But it leads to our first slight name pivot, which is Tomorrowland Jets. It is now Tomorrowland Jets for several years until the entire thing is torn up, the first big revamp of Tomorrowland. And this is where it becomes Rocket Jets. And I remember mm-hmm. it as Rocket Jets for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a very like fanciful rocket situation. Um, that's a lot of these early ones. It's very like, it's a little clinical. It's a little yeah. like, 
uh, also kind of representing the Tomorrowland of the era. We talked about this with Rock to the Moon. It's not science fiction. It's science fact. Right. Because we haven't been to the moon yet. That's another right. <laughs> two years away. Do you think in the... Maybe I didn't read anything. Like, were they thinking in the narrative of the spinner ride that you were in space? Or since it was just rocket jets, it was just we were using a rocket and we were flying around Disneyland. Do you know what I'm saying? What the difference? Oh, I see. Were they thinking that this was like you were going into space? Or are we just simulating what it would be like to be in a rocket and shoot around the sky? Maybe... It's it is. What if it is considered like a training exercise? I think that's yeah, that kind of yeah. the idea. Like all of us will be going to space on the regular soon. We right. will have, you know, your parents might not move there, but they might. Your uncle might. So you're yes. gonna we're gonna be taking <laughs> trips. That's like that's like going down to San Diego to see your uncle. Mm-hmm. It'll be going to going to the right. moon. So you need to get in shape for that when that comes three years from now. Yes, and that's why it's just jet. Because like I think yeah, you would train with a jet to go into space. I suppose because Astro mm-hmm. Orbiter obviously the narrative is you're in space. You think just fully? I think yeah. Jason, you, you agree with me? Astro Orbiter. Yeah, it's the I name Astro Orbiter, one, yeah. and they've got like kind of configurations of planet being type that things. there are planet. Uh, type items. Right. I think yeah. that idea. is like an abstract version of you just are. In I think so. Yeah. Hmm. By so, the way, got very excited when I realized I thought it was a Mandela effect situation going on, but that one is Astro Orbiter with an O and one is Astro Orbiter with an E. Yeah. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah, we're not going to have any trouble <laughs> filling this episode. <laughs> so many slight differences. What does it mean? This is, we've talked about this before, that, um, so, like, I thought. As a big theme park fan kid, I thought that everything in the parks had significance. Like, it, this is a manicured place, and right. it must be there th- for a reason, and done a certain mm-hmm. way for a reason. And right. this one brings me right back to that. I'm like, what does it mean that one is Astro Orbiter with an E, and one is Astro Orb- Orbitor with an O? Mm-hmm. What is, why? Why did they decide that? They were only open four years apart. What is yeah. it? What is it about? What does one convey that is different than the other? I, I don't really know. The spelling that's correct is orbiter with an E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But correct. Yes, correct. You would say, but, but, but uh, uh, can you not dream, Michael? Can you know orbitor has a grandeur to it? Doesn't it sure, feel I don't like. I disagree. This it, is the, it is only the dreamers like H.G. Wells and Jules Verne could imagine feel, a O instead of a clinical E. Of course. It does feel spacier and another wrench is thrown in when you look at some of the international parks and they call it the Orbitron, yes. right? Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, that adds a whole new wrinkle to this I don't scenario. Know to, I don't know what to think now. I mean, what's the better designed one from Disney World, Disneyland, do you think? I'm looking just to double check what I think. Well, I mm. think the black and white ones from Star Jet era might be the most like tasteful sure, design sure. they've ever gotten. But I think Tomorrowland, new Tomorrowland, which is what... Th- they call the Florida redo in '94, and I do. They also call that out here. Was that also called New I think, Tomorrow? I think just New Tomorrowland. Yeah. There's been a few New Tomorrowlands at this point. I I always say Tomorrowland '94 for Florida, Tomorrowland '98 for Disneyland. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking back and forth. It's hard to say. They are they are similar. Both yeah. of these were out of the the clinical '60s rocket era. Yeah. And we're into fanciful mm-hmm. science fiction design. Um, I 
through. I think I like the Disneyland one better, but I like the placement obviously in Disney I World like the much better. Better, yes. I th- do we do we like the gold? Do we like the uh, that being the main? It used to be more gold. Well, I was going to say it's like it's kind of still out of place as far as the gold, the Jules Verne. Did Jules yes. Verne use a lot of O's instead of E's? Is that <laughs> is that part of it? <laughs> Oh, um, that's uh, well. Let's ask the reader over here. Uh, <laughs> seems like something. Yeah, Jason, how many Jules Verne book have you reader read? would know? I don't know. I think one or two. I uh, the early science fiction, kind of like early horror, is very clinical. Clinical, very stiff. Like reading a Lovecraft kind of. book. Yeah. Oh, I was like, I'm gonna read a Lovecraft book, and I'm like, my God, the details here that <laughs> feel superfluous. Yeah, some of them are better than. Uh, it, it Back definitely to listening works to rock well and roll. I said in short stories, <laughs> Lovecraft. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever read a full novel. Yeah. Um, Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. So who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. I Yeah, I think I like the Tomorrowland one better. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, I guess it looks a little more fantastic, but not much. By not by much, really. A similar zone. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, some of the whether you like it better, I feel like comes from the broader land. Uh, um, let me keep stepping through historically a little bit uh, um so the so tomorrowland 67 let's let, let yeah. that redo uh this is when the big choice is made this is when we move upstairs and in doing so by putting it on top of that platform it's uh, tomorrow or uh, people mover on the second level rocket jets all the way on the top you got to take a gantry gets you up so high more thrilling better views up there and it goes from a c ticket to mm. a d ticket a rare attraction where it wow, itself yeah. doesn't do anything it couldn't do before, but placement alone gets it one one ticket level <laughs> up. That sure. makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I think speaks to the virtue of putting it up on that platform. Yes, That's what like what unlocks its ultimate form? You would think vibes. Yeah, the vibes wow. massively increase. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You aren't all. You know. We- the ride doesn't do anything different, but I wasn't taking vibes into account. There are that's major right. vibes up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that version is still, that's the USA. That's kind of clinical, modern rocket. But it's from the Disneyland I started going to. Like, I'm still very fond of um, pre-redo 80s, well into the 90s mm. style um, Tomorrowland, where there'd just be a big, big Coca-Cola sign, and that's mm-hmm. not even the logo they <laughs> use anymore, mm-hmm. and that neon Mickey, of course. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it's not the most fanciful thing, but I still liked it. Um, when they bring this to Disney World, they do the same thing. They put it up on top of the platform. It's now here's another. It's Star Jets there. Yes. Okay. Rocket Jets here. Star Jets there. What is it in Tokyo <laughs> when they open? Essentially, this I think oh, it's yeah, rocket yeah. jets. I think yes, they go back to yes. rocket jets. Yes. Uh, why we don't know why these pivots we aren't sure. Um, and then what really uh, changes it all? What cracks the whole thing open is um, Disneyland Paris or Euro Disneyland at the time. Mm-hmm. This is where 
we start breaking the Tomorrowland mold. They're getting the sense that these Tomorrowlands are not aging very well and that everything's a little stuck in the 60s in a bad way. So this is the first time that we have that notion of it's the future that never was and it's inspired by the great writers and we try to do something that feels a little future but retro but timeless. Mm. And I feel like that Orbitron in Paris is like one of the biggest manifestations of that. Seems like something they were very proud of to take this ride that maybe feels like a a clinical round and round rocket ride and turn it into this like sculpture, this like living sculpture. Uh, I think too, this was one of the olive branches that they, they, to the French people of like Jules Verne, a national hero, like a beloved figure. Mm -hmm. And we're going to make, like the land. And the French said, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup. <laughs> I, they said yes, they were so excited. Yes, they did the polite spinning, <laughs> you know. <laughs> we are so happy about this. We will not throw eggs at your press thank conferences you, constantly. Thank you, Mr. Baxter, <laughs> for your Jules Verne inspiration. <laughs> like you said, we will blow our smoke to your left, not in your face. <laughs> no the cultural Chernobyl compliment. is this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so here we get, and this is where we also, we, we, we don't put it up on a platform anymore. Mm-hmm. It is back down to the ground. And is that okay? Can we go backwards? Is that allowed? If, if you're getting more out of it, if yeah. you're, uh, uh, you know, because what we've added are all of these, like these orbs that you pass by that it is, it is this living, moving sculpture. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, like that, that it feels very like, it looks like, you know, fantastical concept art from uh, Vern era, and like there's you know, uh, like like compass type components and uh, uh, and and that sort of thing. Um, it's definitely cool. Um, I wh- wh- I don't know. What do we think about this choice? Just at the Paris Here, stage. Well, it's gonna. My opinion's gonna probably fall on all the all of the ones that have this extra mm. planet stuff, but. Yeah. I think the thought process was, yeah, you're elevating the experience of a spinner by now presenting yeah, abstractions of space and planets and stuff. But really, when you're on an, an astral orbiter or any sort of spinning ride, what you're doing is just seeing how far you can see into the distance. Mm. You're just seeing, yeah. yes. hey, you can see tomorrow. You can kind of see the top of the building over there. You can see the treehouse over there in Disneyland. Uh. Like. There's sure. no way that's not going to be what if you have an open air ride like this, you're just trying to see, oh, I can see outside of Disneyland. Like that's all oh. your dumb brain is doing. So I don't mind the planets even being there because it's kind of an interesting thing to go by. It's But I feel it's more for the people looking at the ride than it is for the people in the cars because I don't pay any attention to these planets. That's a good point. When you're in yes. the car, you're just you trying to see how far you can see in the distance. Only as sculpture can you judge these things by what they look like in the middle. But when you're on it, you're probably not looking at the middle. No, well, you're just you're trying to see what you can see. You're trying to see if you can see your car or something if it's parked sure. on the Mickey and Friends parking structure. Yeah, yeah. But this is one where the Florida one is a little elevated because the planets are kind of encircling you a bit. Yes. You know, they're not sure. entirely in the center where you could ignore them. They're kind of... Yeah. They're at, getting in your vision They're more, getting absolutely. in the, the vision, even if you're but focusing... But same thing in Florida. Are you look staring at, oh, there's a planet. No, you're trying to see, oh, I can see... Well, sometimes they glow at night. I'm not saying it's not cool and it's not part of it, but aren't you just trying to see if you can see the Polynesian from there? Uh, yeah, aren't that's you just trying true. To like, oh, yeah, look at Bay Lake. Oh, I can see over here. Yeah, like... 
that to me that's always what's fun about being up high on one of these things is like sure. kind of trying to see what you can see so does that have to factor in? if we are like ultimately you know we haven't been on all of these because a no. lot of them are international but i wonder if there's if we can determine which is the best and does this factor need to be entered into it i think the, so the, not just the placemaking of the ride itself but like what do you get to see yeah and so disney world to me is like a is the winner yeah if we're just judging by that yeah. probably because you can see so much stuff. i love like everest when i'm going up that little everest climb mm-hmm. i am just looking to see what i can see in the distance because it's the flat swamp of orlando i'm like oh i can see i can see the tower of terror from here i'm looking around i'm completely taken out of the narrative of everest i don't give a fuck about everest on that climb i yeah. do when i get back inside i love everest again mm-hmm. but from that point on i'm just like oh can i see i drive from here oh i can see that i can see this i can see spaceship earth yeah and anytime i'm up high in a theme park thing that's what i'm looking i'm looking for other stuff sure hey can you, you trying to go on dr doom it's like hey can you put me on this side where I can see the Tony Romas on iDrive. A hundred percent, yes. <laughs> I want to see the rock. If I'm on Knots, I want to see the rock and Brews if I'm up high. I want to see what I can see. Can I see Portillo's from one of the coasters? That like, is always exciting. Yeah, I do like seeing the tip of that rock and Brews guitar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's that's what I think. I think they kind of overthought it in a way of like, well, here, this is going to be, these planets will be entertainment for the riders, but I not entertainment for me. I'm mm-hmm. looking for things in anaheim i can see or wow. other parts of the park that is sure. usually i can't see from this this from this location so you gotta get up high so you gotta get up high and, that's the way yeah. i feel about it uh-huh um this is we, I've, I've texted you guys about this a little bit uh i and uh a friend of the show buzz buzz i'm sorry i say it in every episode sure uh uh had a really fun night something we'd never thought about doing before which is just bar hopping all of the sky bars all of the Mm -hmm. rooftop bars around disneyland no money given to disneyland just fully but exactly what you're talking about and are after yeah which is like it it was really fun just like going upstairs at every hotel we could find Mm -hmm. okay what do you got here all right you got a little bit of space mountain here oh here that you can kind of that kind of cuts through and you could see uh is that a lit up mark twain over there Mm -hmm. landed at a bar what was this? This place is called. I also like the the slight rearrangings of magical words. We talk about Disney. Oh yeah, rearranging yeah. the yeah. same words over and over. But all the hotels on Harbor, all like like the one we were at was Grand Legacy at the Park. <laughs> how many? It's like uh-huh. off-brand Halloween costumes. Like how many words can we kind of yeah. jumble together to illustrate the exact same? Uh, um, thing yeah castle magic lodge Does is that, that really uh, one of the names no no oh, okay it could be. If you're, you're trying to open one around there. Say, that's actually an elevated one actually <laughs> i got excited about it uh, uh grand legacy at the park was pretty co- i think we determined that one's good because you can see fireworks they pump in music mm-hmm. they briefly stop playing their in-house music um which is like a uh, outdated version of dance remix of uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers by the way which <laughs> did I think of you when this came on I'm yes glad, I did yeah. Mike yeah Mike has disappeared it's just a puff Looney Tunes puff of smoke because he's running to this place well this is a thing I do not like I end up doing it to no one even if there's people there who won't understand what's happening something like that comes on and I do your move you point, which yeah. is be a point a little smirk and like oh hear that 
a very obvious song that you hear almost everywhere. You know what's funny? You say that. I don't know if I've said this on the show before. I This sticks out to me, and I don't know that I was copying this woman, but when I was like 19 or 20 and working at the container store, I was helping a woman find something in the store, and a song came on, and the woman stopped, and I swear she pointed up, and she said, oh, this is KT Tunstall. KT Tunstall. <laughs> For that <laughs> song, it's in like fucking soap ads. Yeah, like, like, like woohoo! I think like woohoo! Wow, a rare opportunity to hear that song. But she Dear was like really like excited Forum, about it. I never thought it would happen to me. She's I was working at the container store, as so many of these letters start. <laughs> Ooh, Katie Tunstall. So you heard that happened, and you're like, "This no, is something that, I should I'm aim not, for." I'm just saying, I don't think I stole it from there, but not, when you just pointed, I just had that memory of it all of a sudden, of like <laughs> somebody doing it to me. When yeah, I was someday yeah. I dream of someday that there will be an artist named Ed Sheeran, and his song "Shape of You" will come on everywhere that you are for mm-hmm. two years' time. And when that happens, I will point up at the speaker yeah. to acknowledge it is happening. Mike, you remember that because that was like a turning point. That was a fulcrum. Your life could have gone in a different direction. You could have fallen in love with that woman, started a whole new. <laughs> the woman was like forty. This years This is older like your sliding door. What's that? I think the woman was like forty years older. Yeah, than me. This, but this is your. Sliding Sliding doors moment, okay. and I'm not saying it lasted forever, but she sure. could have educated you in the ways of the world. Of the ways of Tunstall, yeah, Tunstall, and you she would could have, have been given changed. me like these are the B sides of. I've never deep dived in a deep dive on KT Tunstall's music career. Well, that's the way to get cool. Hero's <laughs> journey, Tunstall character returns to beginning, but changed. You know? yeah. I, I disagree with this some is... of the philosophy of what Jason's saying, but I can't disagree that ultimately, kind of anything could be a sliding doors moment. This and one. he's right, you. Could could have married that 40 years at 19 based on her like of kt tunstall you could have married well it could have just been one crazy summer sort of thing i'm not saying it could have that's true married, yeah. the thrill you know. for her doesn't too have to last like forever getting hit on by a 19 year old in container store employee i'm wearing the apron like 160 pounds <laughs> uh yeah Excuse it's true me, man. i was look Couldn't i know but notice you like music on the clo- and containers. <laughs> <laughs> we both love containers. containers. We both love to rock. <laughs> but what sizes and what shelves can you put them on? <laughs> well, I can help her. I can help her with that, and she can help me with other things. <laughs> she can help teach me other things. <laughs> You're a, a history of so oh. years of sexual awareness. What uh-huh. do you know, the- <laughs> Tunstall woman? She puts the record player. At- Katie Tunstall starts playing, and <laughs> she only knows. my world changes forever. You walk in, she's got a full vinyl collection, hundreds of albums. And then you realize it's all the same. It's different uh, copies of woo, the same. Woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's have called. You saying woohoo? That is the Katie Tunstall song, right? I think, I think. so. Get, yeah. well, what was Corinne woo. Bailey Ray? That's my only. Oh, confusion. oh, let me put your records on. Is that right? Who was "Feel the Rain on Your Skin"? Feel, feel the, the rain, rain on your skin. skin. No uh, one else can yeah, who feel did that? it for you. <laughs> never went past that in the song. If I could avoid it, oh. click. Never. Fi- I like a. I like a good song that I never. That's omnipresent. That I somehow never finish. Well, I've watched more Balesenses oh, commercials that- than you, I suppose. <laughs> Natasha Bedingfield. Okay, and is Natasha Bedingfield? Yeah. <laughs> Katie Tunstall. Woohoo! Woohoo! I get all the shampoo music confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The mid, the mid two thousand shampoo music. Yeah. Oh, that's two thousand four. Jeez, my 20th anniversary. Who's everybody got big plans for the KT Tunstall Woohoo 20th anniversary? Good question. <laughs> um, 
What's she, a better rock she, woohoo, that or blur? Oh, I'm just trying all my old favorites. One eight hundred collect star sixty nine, like all the other. You just like to dial those numbers sometimes, just, just, just every for, now and then. Yeah, just to for get, uh, just to get the feeling. just for a flashback because those woohoo songs were like in in those two, you know, mm-hmm. good woohoo's back then. <laughs> Uh, um. Anyway, just to wrap this up briefly, it was like a night where we didn't even, Disney got no money, we didn't go yeah. on a ride, and yet we had such a blast. Just Seeing like, what are our different, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would recommend to, if you're around there, if or if you want to go do a bar hop of that area, I send you guys a picture of this, go to the top of the Fairfield Resort. Is there a bar? No. Are you allowed to be in there? No. <laughs> Will anyone stop you? No. Mm. But it's motel style. One thing that was disturbing about this entire trip was realizing how how easy it was to just be a guy on the street on harbor boulevard and then like re- within 20 steps be like just knocking on a family's door if you wanted to oh yeah sure <laughs> just like open the door hello <laughs> it's me from the street yeah um, sure we but- didn't do any of that here's what i'm saying go to the top of the fairfield it's the one with a panera in the parking lot okay. and when you're at the top look down and you will get a special treat i don't know if i should spoil the treat Skip ahead mm. if you don't want to hear what the treat is. You can also see this on Google Maps. Um, if, if you look down from above, you can see the worst drawn Mickey Mouse you've ever seen in your life, <laughs> painted on top of whatever. It looks like you know whatever they're like. Part of me lobby thinks top we should helipad. put this on a shirt. This, this weird, style of Mickey? grotesque Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as deep of a reference as you could. I mean, and I think it's off enough that they couldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, it's a, his his ears are so floppy that he's almost becoming a mule. <laughs> yeah, it's Mickey Mule. So he's 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 a, a Mickey went to Pleasure Island. And oh, this turn- is yeah, and he yeah. Smoke yeah. and drank, and he's turning into like a donkey or a mule. Yeah, this is Mickey. A couple cigars in. Yeah, what's happening to me? Mm-hmm. Ah. This Mickey's- <laughs> to the salt mines with me, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, I had one sip of beer. I thought it'd be okay because it was all foam. <laughs> Being convinced by Clint Eastwood to just, you know, drive across border a few times. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, the mule. <laughs> have some threesomes. Have some 80-year-old threesomes, you know? <laughs> I also, our findings from this night, we got there too late to like actually hang there, but here's my big recommendation is the Weston, the wet, which, which is on the corner of Disneyland Drive and Catella. Um, you got, so, it's like such a straight shot view of Incredicoaster and Mickey's Fun Wheel. Mm-hmm. So you time it, you get it up there when World of Color is in progress, and then you're getting all your like... You're getting your Mickey's Fun Wheel trippy oh, yeah. light show. Um, and it seemed superior in general. Much better eyelines than Parkestry, which is the bar at the top of the JW Marriott, which connects that, it, not good sight lines, but uh, uh, it does have an exclusive door to Garden Walk, the most confusing oh, right. mall in the world. Um, so it just depends on what you're after. If you want Anaheim. If you want prox- if you want proximity to Garden Walk and their restaurant Huckleberries, which is a full ripoff of the vibe of Knott's Berry Farm, it's clearly really? Garden wow. Walk trying to tap into oh, we got a different berry. But you know, suddenly, I gotta say, after this night, I'm maybe coming around on Harbor Hoedown. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, 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 there's something truly perverse and fascinating about an all harbor night. That's interesting. Well, the only Tony really Romans in the going. state remaining around there. 
We got to act fast then. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, who knows? Well, this is reverse from the... City Walk Song because it's the fewest episode. Like, it's, it's one and it, a half. Is it? Well, is yeah, it well all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. Mike's back. The Puff is of Smoke it? is gone, and now he's furious. The vein is about the to fu- burst. Was the old Fuddruckers on Harbor? No, it wasn't. It closed on in Anaheim as well. There's only a couple Fuddruckers left. I, there's some videos now people doing like deep dives on what happened to chain restaurants on YouTube that I've been I watching. I watched so oh, many sure. of these. Oh, some yeah. of those are good. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that, this sounds very interesting. A Garden Walk, I just how much stuff is, is, is there a lot of empty space at Garden Walk or is? Um, it's all, it used to be, that used to be the case. And if you don't know, by the way, this is a park, that, this is a mall that's not next to Disneyland. It's like inconveniently right. several long city blocks mm-hmm. away. And we've always theorized this is a mall that Disney is trying to run into the ground so that they can buy yeah. the property. And it's, you know, somewhat mission accomplished because all the spaces are filled, but by something, but by like weird things. Like there's just like, here's uh, uh, half of the, the mall space or half of the store space is filled by arcade games and they aren't good arcade games they're like 20 year old arcade games and how do they justify this is something you might want to walk into and i'll call it k-pop games mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. other reflection of k-pop no. culture at all i don't know I, I saw that word trending i think put it on there and mm-hmm. i saw that word trending five years ago <laughs> Maybe it'll get a couple more quarters into our uh <laughs> rusting uh, t3 machine um <laughs> that's not even factored in there's the whole big uh, environmental impact plan that came out for the Disneyland Forward project in Anaheim. And they're still like, I wonder if they're even even thinking about Garden Walk at this point. There was a long thread about Disneyland Forward going around, I think, based on that environmental impact. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a lot of yeah maps and stuff, and like you can see what they're maybe planning. But I was wondering about Garden Walk. Is like, is truly the plan is to completely choke it out until it's they'll the, please take it off our hands, Disney? Because it doesn't seem like that's even part of the Poor thirty-year House of plan. Blues just getting shuttled around Anaheim. Poor House of Blues, indeed. Although I, we also we're talking, we viewed it as like a power move that they'll. Yeah. They said like, we don't need you, Disney. Right. You will have. We can pack this. We'll get an old movie theater. Right. Make it a House of Blues, and it was jam-packed, which made the parking garage well, an absolute nightmare. They sure. don't have to sell. I'm not. I'm not pro them selling it to Disney. I'm just well, saying. I'm and wondering. then there is um. I, I, who knows how far along it is, but is it OC Vibe is the one that's supposed to come along by Angel yes. Stadium? OC Vibe, where the I is an exclamation point, yes. <laughs> yes, and there is like a themed dinner, like somebody we used to work for Disney and Universal is like, I think in charge of whatever they say now, but experiences or whatever. Yeah. I see them on Twitter every now and then posting interesting stuff. I mean, this is good. This could be the next LA Live, a bad mall that we don't ever go near. <laughs> I mean, if, we, if we're already not going to LA Live, even though it's 20 minutes from where we live, surely we'll be soon not going to OC Vibe, which is an hour and 20 away from where we is live. Is Shaq's restaurant down there? Is one of his restaurants? Oh, maybe. I've wanted uh, to try oh, that. yes. The Shaq's Shack sit down restaurant is really good. It's oh, like good. a barbecue restaurant. Yeah. The Shack fast food restaurant sucks ass. Oh, okay. the one in Glendale. Yes, uh, yeah, that, is, that is bad news. But the uh, the barbecue one's good. Uh, may have closed. I'm not sure. Might uh, have been a pandemic close. Mm, kind there's of, a yard uh, house down there. Not mm-hmm. usually number one on the priority list when you're dating a vegetarian. The barbecue place. Although more places have impossible meat nowadays. That's so. true. Yeah. That's true. Mm, yes. So, but sometimes that is disgusting 
occasionally. <laughs> so. Sometimes cooked really well. I think I'm so. done eating impossible meat. I, I oh, are you? I understand. I don't like Beyond Meat because I'd always get a stomach ache. And then I was eating impossible meat and I can handle that. But then I started looking at the ingredients and I was like, I'll just eat some vegetables. Like what? Like <laughs> Yes. Yes. There, like, there's a barbecue place in Burbank that cooks it really well. Yeah. I'll know? just have some like chickpeas and vegetables. I don't know. There's yeah. just too many ingredients mm-hmm. <laughs> and it bleeds. And I was in all, all maybe I'm crazy. Maybe somebody will tell me I'm wrong, but I was just like, eh, why does it bleed? It shouldn't bleed. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might trick your brain. I've been drinking. It these, does uh, trick my brain, but I was just like, there was something about it where I was just like, I'll just eat some vegetables. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody tell me I'm wrong. I've been drinking these non-alcoholic beers Athletic Brewing makes. They're really good. It's the ones John Moxley was plugging to get free cases of. Oh, okay. I I, um, I don't know anything John about. Moxley? He's a professional wrestler. He's a professional wrestler. world champion. But, I don't, but if I don't follow wrestling, I don't, I don't know, know who I thought is. maybe you had seen him. He used to wrestle <laughs> no. under the name Dean Ambrose. He's kind <laughs> no, of a I've squirrely guy. Ambrose, so. Yeah. Yeah, just um, squirrely? When he was Dean Ambrose, oh, he was squirrely. This. Now he's scary. We're going to clip this and we're going to tag him and he's going to hear what you just said oh, about I him. I don't think, well, that wasn't, he wasn't fully in charge of that character. John Moxley's terrifying. Well, that, yes, he's just beating true. people up and bleeding all the time. He got a bunch of skewers stuck in his head in Wembley Stadium. He loves it. <laughs> he loves it. He lives for it. He loves skewers. He's an artist. Loves brain skewers. Guy's an artist. Uh, Shaquille's is closed. There's no Shaquille's. Uh, Don't go oh, to Shaquille's. Okay. Don't go to LA Live. Should we? We have not discussed if we should go to the Shaquille Halloween event in Long Beach. I emailed them uh, a press. I said there's a press day or something, but I've yet to receive a, a response. What but we called? can still go. Shacktoberfest? Shacktoberfest. At the I mean, Queen Mary. Alone. And there's look, there's more Shaq stuff coming this year, I think, or at least next early next year, too. Shaq is everywhere is? with themed. Yeah, yeah. What Shaq talk, stuff is coming. Well, I can't say it. I can't say right now. We you were talking a little say? bit. Yeah. There's Shaq rumors we can't talk there's about? There's Shaq stuff. There's just a lot of, I just, for some reason, the last month, so Shaq, Shaq and all of them. Mike has signed a Shaq-based NDA. <laughs> a Shaq DA. <laughs> there's a there's a street date when his review can come out for Shaq's new yeah. like financial services I love, company yeah. or whatever. Shaq is everywhere. Yeah, I, I'm, I will only I be delighted Shaq, yeah. by. And I would, and to put it back into theme park terms, we want if we want if we need sponsorship to get big rides happening, a, a general ride. Yeah, if there's something where you could go on a little quest to help Shaq and the general. Oh my! Oh, yeah, 100%. that could be the most product placement ride ever made. Mm-hmm. I'd be thrilled. It is time for a revive. I mean, Shaq and the general, not that they ever went away, but it's like okay, it's time to do the full court press, guys. It's time to. We haven't Reboot had them. enough. We haven't, we haven't had, had enough. enough. Yeah. yeah. Shacks aside, uh, yeah. back to <laughs> Astro Orbiter stuff. Uh, uh, okay, so where were we? France, Orbitron, mm-hmm. uh, Discoveryland. Pretty successful. I think. I feel like for all of the faults of how Disneyland Paris went over when it mm-hmm. opened, I think architecturally, vibe wise, it made a lot of Imagineers think this is it. We need versions of this yeah. in the yep. park. So Tomorrowland '94 happens. It's not quite that, but it's this different. It's this more uh, Buck Rogers '30s way of uh, uh, doing future that never was, um, and which I always like for its uh, its color and its neon and all of the things that um, the Disney World Astro Orbiter has. And then we get to Tomorrowland 98. This is where mm. they just literally say, let's put Discovery Land in, but not, but in like a facade way. Yeah. We will paint everything that's there gold. <laughs> and as part of that, the Astro Orbiter 
will we're going to take that Orbitron, literally the exact same design, yeah. put that in Tomorrowland, and not just in Tomorrowland, but in the front of Tomorrowland. Big uh, rocks jutting out as part of this display as well, something that felt a lot like something Paris did and would have done. Um, but as mainly, Astro Orbiter comes down. It's no longer up on its perch. Mm. It's at the front of the park, which I think we can all agree a successful move that added to the kinetic energy <laughs> of the hub. Mm. No one, no, no one likes this. This is one of these. Yeah. It's and you, if you started this episode, you must have known this is where it's getting. And if we're, you know, we will pick apart various other things about Tomorrowland and Tomorrowland errors, but this is a chance to just fully discuss this, tackle this. What is this? Why did this happen? I, well, the thing that I came across a couple places is that they fully were prepared to put the Orbitron up top. Yeah, yeah, I read that. And yeah. it was too heavy. Too heavy. Because it's, it's it's big and bulbous yeah. and all of its accompanying set pieces uh, didn't all fit. Which feels strange because it, there's something like that at Disney World up on top of that tower. Yeah, but I guess maybe, it's I don't more know. reinforced. But then, so the other thing I saw, that kinetic sculpture, okay, which is called the Observatron. The Orbitron is not the Observatron. The Orbitron is not the Observatron. No, that is mostly the guts of the star jet. That yeah. is- Or the, no, 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 wait. Or, sorry, the rocket jets. Rocket jets. <laughs> oh, see? Rocket jets are not uh, star jets. Orbitron yeah. is, not is not made of star jets. It's made of rocket jets. Yeah, so this is, they took off the rockets, they sold the rockets at auction, and they put these fakey satellite dishes on. But still had a spinning mechanism with yes. arms, just the guts. And it would come alive and play music. Now, I saw this. Mm-hmm. It did used to do this. They did it. I saw it. This was done. But it was unreliable. Somehow running it every few minutes was okay. But running it every 15 minutes made it freak the hell out. Mm-hmm. Strange. Not regular enough, I guess. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we end up with, in this bizarre world of there's an astro orbiter up at the front of Tomorrowland, and then the guts of it still are up on that platform, but just doing a little show sometimes. Sometimes, what is the show even? Satellites spin around. It was meant yeah. to convey that like we're going to communicate with the stars. Yeah. It's like almost, It's mm-hmm. sure, it's designed, but it's also kind of a, a makeshift ET contact weird kind of and like a light will shoot up and yeah. uh uh and it's where we're talking to aliens i it was guess certainly unique the first time i saw it scared the hell out of me didn't know it was coming wasn't really? sure what was happening you thought he, well, you were just being wa- invaded i think i was just walking around the land and suddenly stuff was moving and there was music just walking and- with a hand with you had retrieved uh, uh hot dogs and sodas for your entire family your Jason, family you mind 16? getting those <laughs> and i was yeah i was bouncing them back and forth yeah flung them in the air yeah it's uh i think this was the only other place that had the room to put it here although without using like or without like demolishing something there's no other big there's not a, a plot of land open right in and it's the well then you start going well why did they do it at all and may and is that is is part of that that like it becomes clear tomorrowland 98 is going to be all clones we're going to move right uh, just exactly honey i shrunk the audience the the same movie from epcot into that theater 
Innoventions, which is new but cheapo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all just kind of, we'll put a fin on that building. Right, right, <laughs> um, right. Those racing stripes, I feel, look pretty sharp. Yes. Um, and then this, which is just, the, the fact that they could have put it up on top if they just redesigned it, but they didn't redesign it. It is exactly the specifications mm-hmm. of Paris where it was rapturously received. What a wonderful sculpture they have sure. here. So why would that not? So they jam it into the front, and that that justification always felt so flimsy to me, the kinetic energy. What is that? We, we, you know what that's like for real when, there's a, when, it, when it's cool, when there's a bunch of Disneyland vehicles going by. This isn't a good version of that. I would say that it makes more sense, even though I don't think, it makes more sense as a decision if you didn't have a people mover or a rocket rod, but the rocket rods opened and the idea was still to have the rocket rods going you got this other point. types of rockets and no rocket rods are not rocket jets and it's right. not rocket to the moon which is not flight to the moon so you do have movement that's coming pretty close to that entrance and you can see in there and oh there's things moving around so sure if there was nothing else maybe you could say that this made more sense yeah mm-hmm. but it's not that they they didn't know rocket rods was going to fail and destroy the track that it would either be they'd be deserted tracks all those the opposite of kinetic energy any elevated platform they built before 1990 <laughs> apparently is just flimsy as hell and can't support much disney did not know how to build elevated platforms yeah so yeah i guess I mean, they can they can send me on a rocket to the moon but they can't build a platform that <laughs> holds rockets to the moon unbelievable um yeah so i guess that that all combined i guess like they really wanted to get this in here I mean, I guess my preference would be just don't put it here. Just get rid of it, I guess, if you can't. I feel like ever since we've all been holding on for when they will knock it out. This has it's going to happen. This has to go. It, it will is happen. going to happen. It's just a matter of when do we get Which this decade, Tomorrowland budget. When Apple buys Disney, mm-hmm. then maybe it will be removed. Yes. And you put it up on top and you turn all of the orbs into into big apples. That's right. And it's a yes. representation of how, uh, you know, Tim Cook gets his ideas. <laughs> this is what's happening yeah, in Tim that's Cook's true. brain. Ideas uh, swirling around a big apple. I think he's one of those maniacs who's like, I wake up at 5 a.m. every day. I wake up at 4.30 a.m. That's also, I, I this, think somebody... This seems to be your particular aversion to, I find Iger it, wakes up at 4, Tim I Cook wakes up at troubling. 5. I I find it troubling. I don't think it's good <laughs> you for would the find, circadian rhythm. You would find it troubling if they said they woke up at nine. <laughs> yeah. well, Jason, don't ever I have children. It's a begrudging. <laughs> you see these disgusting CEOs getting up before 9 a.m. Jason's uh, not I opposed think, to rise and grinding. Just the grinding starts at uh, yeah, 11.45. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the, that, sun, the, the sun is casting a shadow. I you know? think, though, that some of these people are lying. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of CEOs are lying. I think that there's some person that tells them, like the CEO whisper, that tells them the right lie Mm. to talk about how how much they're working. It's it's like almost a a defense mechanism against people that think they make too much money. And because you see with actors, too. Like they all they have these insane schedules up at four a.m. and the rock is up at four a.m. and he carbo. Well, at least he has he can back it up by pointing at his muscles. Well, that's true. Yeah. You can at Mark least Wahlberg. Say, the the proof is in the pudding. That's true. But Tim Cook or Iger, stay prayed up. Are you following him on Instagram? Because I'll, I'll check in here. And he says, I, mean, stay I'm a fan of the I love when he says, I stay all, prayed up. All the spokes on the wheel of the Walber of uh, yeah. F45. and uh, uh, Mike, are you getting alerts from the Bible app from the Mark Paul? <laughs> I am not app? yet, but I will okay. soon. What's the Bible app called? 
Oh, I don't know. Oh, I forget. Oh, but I love. I don't yeah, remember it. I, he he posts nonstop on Instagram, and mm-hmm. it is fascinating. He forces his children to be young entrepreneurs too, so you can follow yeah. them. They're like car. They have like a card business. Mm-hmm. He's trying to build a uh, big movie studio in Vegas. Yeah, trying right, to right. build a Hollywood of the desert, which very much seems like the reverse of like. Uh, Nickelodeon Studios, Universal Studios in monsoon-covered Florida. We have the <laughs> just the blinding sun and heat of the desert. So yeah. well, I guess sound stages, you know. There's something stronger than the elements, and that's uh, wokeness. And uh, if you can get away from that by <laughs> yeah. leaving Los Angeles, you can endure any any weather conditions. And that's true. Sure. Hallow is the app. Hallow. Hallow be thy name. Okay, so... Here's okay. We uh, I I referred earlier to this. Uh, this I realize might be a big objection I have to this placement of this right. In some cases, the former rocket jets, the ones in in Florida, mm-hmm. um, are by you know it, there's that main drag that a lot of Tomorrowlands have, and sometimes mm-hmm. up way high towards the end of it are the rocket jets, Astro Orbit, or whatever, and it is the weenie. It's the thing bringing yes. you into the land by putting it in the front. It's a inverse weenie it's the it's, <laughs> it's a it's inverted a cave it's an inverted weenie um and this is something no one wants it's an abomination that is blocking you literally blocking you from coming into the land it's right. almost like it's telling you stop here this is as it's good as crazy it and stressful and we got nothing going on back here yeah only come back if you want space we know you like space man we know you'll end up here you'll have to but like you know anything else you might want to back up yes i yes i don't i there was a lot of problems with tomorrowland 98 number one being money mm-hmm. uh so i wonder if this was just like uh, uh i guess gotta go somewhere like yeah. it all feel all of the decisions in tomorrowland you married, 98 feel like, wise, uh, we gotta put a ride in here yeah, we capacity, have this ride we designed lose. we all we gotta do is build it again and yeah. it was just like well maybe this will be an interesting ver- like this will just uh, draw people toward Tomorrowland. and it sounded interesting and the concept so- art looked interesting i don't think yeah, i i don't think i would have hated it just in concept no i don't hate it but i didn't like i wouldn't have been like bad move big mistake here i would sure. have been like oh yeah that's interesting in the front of Tomorrowland, okay it's almost like the, there's the castle and then there's a big ride here and mm-hmm. it's kind of not what happens at Frontierland or Adventureland where it's like the mystery lies yeah. past the Which entrances. It makes it like uneven now. It like doesn't match well, It doesn't others, match. Essentially. But um, I, I but I feel like almost, imagine the reverse, okay? Uh, Rocket just say up top, they put a kinetic sculpture at the entrance. Um, now that's probably difficult because of the audio soundscape of mains there's just so much going on you probably can't blast like twinkling mm-hmm. you know from the earth to the moon soundtrack from paris or whatever mm. the but imagine if the star jets had just stayed up top and they just painted them gold and bronze mm-hmm. i mean uh, rocket jets but sure rocket jets <laughs> it's gonna bother me i don't want to fuck it up we all need we need like a we need a swear jar in the middle every time that we get one of the minute name differences wrong i got so focused on the orbitron it's not the observatron i'm forgetting about the rocket jets and if you could say rocket jets in rocket raccoon's voice from now on also (laughs) it's the rocket jets yeah take the gantry lift to the rocket jets which ain't the astro jets wow you can see neon mickey really good from up here (laughs) yeah 
Uh, so yeah, well, I, I would say just then they, what they should have is a sign that says Tomorrowland, and then the red, the good stuff comes when you go into the land. I mean, I'm they sure. put up a couple of those in the last what five or six years or so. Well, they got rid of those big rocks. Yeah. Um. Now I'm gonna bring this up, and I don't want to um be sacrilegious mm. as we discuss Wahlberg and Hallow. I don't want to say anything against you know the. Uh, uh, who we believe in the most, but I feel like this has always been pegged as a Tony Baxter problem. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sure. I said it. I don't want to say anything rude to this man. And I, and, and I, of course, I like at least in my, am I crazy? I feel like I've thought uh, this whole thing of it being up front and the rocks being there, and because he really liked that Orbitron in Paris, that this is somehow in my head, it's always been his fault somehow but is this false is this internet fan theory and do you put this on the pile with probably eisner golfer and i i still think probably no. space well i've heard fans. him t- well, i've talked i've heard him talk about it is that why we know this yeah because he was in charge of disney and paris okay. so much of it was him and he's the jules verne guy mm-hmm. he's oh, cause got he, cause that all came from discovery bay yes his long ago proposed expansion for disney he has like a jules verne time machine in his house i've seen the video of it okay uh, mm-hmm. uh so he's a big jules verne guy so i've heard him talk about tomorrow night tomorrowland 98 and he said basically he he acknowledges i don't know that he acknowledges the placement here is wrong but he he says that they didn't have a lot of money to do this and in hindsight, he thought that they were doing the best they could with the money. But he's like, the, I think he said the point, like the guests don't know the budget ultimately. So yeah, it's yeah. like they're not taking that into account. Yeah. And I yes. think he thinks of this as sort of a failure. And I, I don't know sure. that it's completely obviously it's not his fault that there wasn't enough money. But yeah, yeah. I but think that think, it, but what about this thing? Do you think that the specific I, placement I saw, you're saying? Is, uh, yeah, is and false. I saw comments saying that uh, people were uh, going a bit over. But this is message board stuff, so mm. you can't trust this. But I saw people saying uh, this is there because of ego. He wanted his precious Orbitron mm. in the park, come hell or high water. And it's he an interesting ca- question. Oh, you can't. It's too heavy to put up on top of the platform. I don't care. Put it anywhere it takes. It must mm. be there. I don't know if I believe. This sounds huh. like the kind of when people are like broadcasting theories about showrunners on shows and like, well, you, and then you talk to somebody who was actually in the room and like, yeah. no, that is all made up. That's all a bunch of shit. Yeah, Very it definitely sounds like narrative writing. I think the legitimate narrative is like budgets failing and falling apart and yeah. necessity being the mother of invention. We have to do something. Yeah. And I think that that kind of overshadowed actual guest behavior of like well this line's going to be really long and people are still going to wait in it but it might be unpleasant and also this long strip behind it is going to become stroller parking yeah 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 nobody thought about that yeah yeah well i mean if we can ever talk to him again let's ask him Mm mm-hmm was it was it your ego that uh, put this shitty? Let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about your ego. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about his ego for a while. I want to see if he if we can get if he he because he said there was supposed to be a sponsor on Rocket Rides that mm. dropped Rocket down. Rides Rocket Rides yeah. yeah. Did you call it Rocket Rides? <laughs> I think I did. Well, no, that's the topic today. Quarter in the swear jar. Quarter in the swear jar. Rocket Rides. Quarter in the jargon jar. I'm selling Rocket Rides. <laughs> I, I think that sponsor was supposed to shoulder some of the financial burden. Sure. Uh, the late 90s Disney company kind of losing its footing in a lot of areas. So there was definitely some of that in the mm-hmm. air. 
but it's like I'm still so curious. Like who who ruined Tomorrowland with their yes. pulling the budget? Who Chevy can actually be blamed for this? Hummer. I don't know. You know, it's Disneyland Paris. I think. I mean, that ultimately that's yes. what d- destroys the Disney decade. That's what destroys. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hate to. I'm sorry. I'm going to bring this up. Uh-oh. The ornate nature of Disneyland Paris was this not informed by, uh, you know, the level of detail of Mr. Baxter and yeah. him wanting to for it to be like the most elevated Disneyland park that there was. Now, of course, this is all approved mm-hmm. by Eisner, who's like chasing this European credibility that he never quite gets. Right. Um, but uh, and I don't want like I don't want to throw either of these men under the bus. Of course men. not. I'm whispering it. That's how much <laughs> I don't want this to get out. Well, when you're involved in a company, you know, you're not it's not all home runs, you know, there's mm-hmm. pr- I'm sure you can look at any Imagineer and maybe there's a few things that didn't work as well. Or, yeah. You know, so for every look at Katzenberg for every Shrek, there's a Quibi. <laughs> Yeah, right. I mean, not for every Shrek. He made Shrek two and three, and mm-hmm. he didn't make that many. <laughs> Maybe he probably <laughs> Did didn't he make, make a lot, number of upstart companies that didn't work. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I I, I don't know specifically, and it's so, so much of even as much as like a books, Imagineering books are out there. There's so much that's just not quite known and mm-hmm. will maybe never be known because it's just not as documented as other stuff in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly not if the books are published by Walt Disney well, or Hyperion not. Publishing. Yes. But if you want to stay in good graces of Disney, you're not going to show, yeah. give all the details. Yeah. I yeah. think the expectations, too, with France, they should have yeah. just sent every citizen a free ticket. They should have sent it, at, treated it. <laughs> every citizen? <laughs> every, everyone Every gets citizen it. in France. There's not that many of them. Um, <laughs> Population of Look it France. up. Look it up. No, <laughs> I'm Wait, saying. Well, how much do you think there are in people in France? Uh, 30 million? <laughs> That's a lot That's a of people. Lot. Yeah. And it's and it's uh, sixty seven million. Oh, okay. Still not that many. Under under a million. Not that many. Not that many. Okay, sixty-seven million at what price? Eisner <laughs> would have had a heart attack if you said that. Let's to even him. go Another down. Let's attack. say sixty million. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. We they were trying too hard to tailor an American product to French taste, maybe. If they try the American way of like a fire sale. Like, come on in. <laughs> I love the idea that the the fix for for Disneyland Paris was don't appeal to the French culture at all, and then no, give them one free ticket. No, appeal to them, but get them in the door. Oh, okay. So you do want I'm them to saying. like change the yeah, Haunted Mansion around? Don't change anything. And, but oh, you say like, don't change anything because like they change Haunted Mansion and like Main Street is different because it was like the idea was like this isn't going to yeah, appeal yeah, to the French. Yeah, I think aesthetically, I think all of that is successful, but you need to get butts in the seats. You need to get people through the turnstiles. Free ticket you initiative. Know? Let's say, I, I rank, I, I marked this down a little bit. Let's say that it was 60 million in 92, and let's okay. say that the tickets were $50 euros from well, sure. at the time. This, yeah. is, this is $3 billion. They have now given away $3 billion. Mm. So that's what they needed to do as a starting point, was give away $3 billion. Okay, but the- how many, in, in 2009, 2010, free ticket on your birthday, how many did they give away mm. that year? Okay, that's not a bad point. I see, I see. Not a terrible point. Mm-hmm. But that's still that requires you to like know about. You don't get it in the mail. You're not sent that hmm. a free thing. It's like the U2 album on your iPod. You Something everyone yeah. loved. Yeah. <laughs> Very iPhone, successful, beloved. 
uh, uh, I wonder. I mean, I would imagine they had to do some stuff like that, just not as widespread sure. as what you're 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 saying. For okay, how about smaller free school field trips for a few months? Okay, you get the kids, you hook them. That's not a bad idea. You get the chaperones, you get the teacher, and they're like, "Oh, this, this is pretty nice. This is kind of good." We, we can't say anything I'm about not chaperones. Say chaperone, too, yeah. we were, we've done too many. Yeah, you know? there's too, too many, much. Yeah, too many. Too You're many. stuck with it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I I wonder if there was anything like that that happened. There has to because they were they're so worried about like outreach and stuff, and they were worried about the the reception to it. So I do wonder. Maybe there's. Maybe there's a story of what they tried to do Everybody in regards to, to make that. A, it's a fresh baked baguette with Mickey ears. Maybe that's all they did. <laughs> they just posted yeah. a mm-hmm. picture of that baguette and they said, come and eat. Oh, they didn't even send them. They yeah, they didn't send them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they they sent showed a, a picture of a baguette. Here's what you could buy. Their mouths are water. We understand the French. They'll be... <laughs> That's a que- maybe that's sure. a ticket. ASAP. That's a question for Eisner or Tony. Of now what I want to look things- up because Mcdonald's has certainly tailored part of the menu to local tastes. That's I mean, true. they have yeah, the classics, yeah. but that's true. They do do that. I mean, all the fast food changes a little bit depending on where they are in the country. But I yeah. think they did a bunch of weird fake. The, well, the French like it this way, so we'll do it this way. And then they mm. ignored just like yeah, they didn't massive care. ones that they want to drink in the parks. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, so, just, they overthought like. You know, they like the sun, so that's what, but they well, also don't like the, ri- so we'll put these uh, promenades here, you see, that, uh, <laughs> and they're like, booze, give us booze. I've been, ske- I've said this before a couple times on the show, I've been skeptical of like hearing Tony Beck to be like, the French like scary and they like funny, but they don't like scary and funny together. I'm like, is that true? <laughs> yes. Who said that? <laughs> yeah, they, some of this is a bit over. And is the Haunted Mansion that funny? <laughs> Are you a laughing like crazy on the Haunted funny, Mansion? And then you laugh and you laugh. <laughs> I, I'm amused by the Haunted Mansion. Now the film, of course. We're well, all the film still we're not talking about. But which yes, one? It's um, hard to know them. even which. But, but yeah, so mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. The, the, mas- the masterful scene stealing of Hassan Minaj and. Yeah, of course. We know all that, but yes, sometimes... Was he lying about those I'm... ghosts, too? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what to think anymore. It's uh, hard to know. We'll ask Tony about that as well. <laughs> um, what do you think about the the Netflix special, The King's Jester, and the factuality? <laughs> I am sure, like, when I asked him if he ever, like, thinks about Imagineering, like, a Seinfeld ride on TV, and he was like, very much, I watch old movies. <laughs> <laughs> so he should definitely know, like, a recent <laughs> yeah, yeah, stand-up. Yeah, up to date. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think of, a, of Nanette? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what, what have we missed? Uh, um, so, uh, th- th- I guess we've missed more complaining about this. Have we gone at all? It's just, okay, here we go. Uh, something you were saying earlier, something that I think makes or breaks a uh, one of these Orbiter-type rides. Astro Orbiter, um, you know, of course it's not up on a platform, so the view is lesser already. Can't mm-hmm. see your car in the parking lot. Uh, but beyond that, I watched ride-throughs of almost all of these. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. started to give me a sense of what you need, and I think it has to be not a claustrophobic spot, but also near enough to one thing, one landmark, so that you feel like you got kind of close to that. Like yes. that Space Mountain is so spectacular in Paris, in Discovery Land. Right. So when you whip kind of right by it, and especially at night, you know, a, a little neon swooshes looking really cool everywhere. Um, and you maybe want to get, even if it's distant, you want to have a pretty good castle view, an elevated castle mm-hmm. view that you wouldn't mm-hmm. otherwise have. I feel like uh, phew, Shanghai, I, I felt, I watched the ride mm-hmm. through and like 
oh, that's a pretty good way to see that castle, which is a beautiful castle. The hub, you would think, well, that's cool because you're in the famous Disneyland hub, mm. the original park, and there's the castle. But it it still is very small. It's still yeah. pretty far away. You don't feel like you got – it's maybe only cool if you got a double-decker bus right there mm. or if fireworks are going off. But basically, it's neither here nor there. It's very tight, so you don't get a grand vista, but you're also not close enough to anything cool. And this, right. this really is what I think kills – Disneyland Astro Orbiter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're losing in every category. Yeah. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even as if opposed to, sorry, as opposed no, to Disney World, where Disney World, you get yes. contemporary way yes. back there in a, in a night view of contemporary. Yeah. One of the, a stunning piece of. Uh, of 20th century American <laughs> architecture. Yes. Uh, uh, and way off in the distance, uh, which you couldn't see from down below. So that that's a cool thing there. Yes, Fireworks. There's... You can time Florida like the people mover. Mm-hmm. Probably harder to do with the Astro Orbiter, but you can time it in theory sure, with right. fireworks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I think that's actually a good criteria for these being in the Disney parks is that you need at least one of those. You need at least at least need height to see things. Mm-hmm that are cool and you can't see or you need it being even cool and you can see like a close by ride or building or interesting it's, it's thing height but proximity could give you points too yeah and design of the ride itself which is like third i think it's pretty far the back line. there yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is cool but it's not it's more for the people looking at it than it is for the people riding it. Yeah. Let me bring up the area where you might have to give some points. And this area is innovation, where we're doing things that are different than the other round and round sure. rockets in the other parks. And I think there's been innovation uh, in the more recent Chinese parks. Uh, Hong Kong, you've got, it's called Orbitron. We're back to Orbitron mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And this one, usually all of these rides are. 12 vehicles, and you get two people in per vehicle. Hong Kong, you've got 14. They fit 14 in there, and it's these bigger, wider flying saucers, Mm -hmm. and you get four per vehicle. So you're not stuck in a really boring line. Yeah. Uh, Besides that, there's not too much going on that's unique about it, but a flying saucer is kind of a neat thing. Yes. But you can get your whole family in that car, maybe. Side by side in Hong Kong. Right, um, side by side in Shanghai, which is jet. Packs. Oh, you mean that you? Yes, as, it's not a, as opposed to, to somebody yeah. in front of you, behind you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Mike, if you should have taken one of your Parmores, you should have ridden Parmores. A, one Parmores. of one of your about? ill-fated like. He, he means Paramore, but that was a truly strange way of saying. It. Oh, I yeah, Paramore. I fucked <laughs> that up. Paramore. No, that's just a comment. No, that's just an error. No, I'm saying like <laughs> you should have you should have taken one of your. You know, the ones that got away when you were in Florida. You should have been like, let's go ride Astro Orbit. Oh. Because it's like lap seating. Oh, right, right, right. you kind of, yeah, you kind of. So you grind up against the bat. Yeah, it's well, it's like the Matterhorn. Scott has his Matterhorn story like this. Uh, yeah. Yes, a brief. Boy, well, I we, get, know. we get to be in a bumpy car That's with right. lap seating right next to your mom. That might have what, <laughs> what a grand date this will be. That might have solved all my problems. Is just taking a, a nice young lady on the Astro Orbiter. Well, this yeah. is all, we're, we're sort of coded referring to something that happened on Club 3 where yeah. Mike told. <laughs> I want to say the most scandalous story in history. 
There were some people online that were like, this fucking story, this is nothing. And I'm like, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. But it wasn't inside your head. Right. In your head, it bounced around, it bounced yeah. around. Uh, like the excellent sound quality at the Sphere, soon to open. <laughs> yeah. Was, the Sphere it, is it a giant. It was magnified just as much as a you as an edge guitar riff inside the <laughs> Sphere. That is... Yeah. <laughs> That should be maybe one of the spheres, like where you, if the sphere is like a representation of your own brain and you can go in there, maybe they do like sort of therapy for you in there. Like you're alone, you pay a lot of money, obviously, and then you just get like hit with all your memories in the sphere and then it like cures you of any angst you've got. I, I, would it? Taylor, well, it depends. Yeah, I don't know. If you're talking about like ASMR sound bath, maybe. Uh, If I really analyze the thing I just made up, 30 seconds ago i guess what i mean is that they tailor make a severe experience for you and all the psychological problems you're dealing with mm-hmm. and then because it's just such a big immersive space that sure you know they're like there's representations of all the your history and your past and the sound is so clear and it's like what are the representations own... are they is, does darren aronofsky have to make a movie yes darren me? aronofsky is involved in what i'm talking about <laughs> so it's a big therapy where you have to get a, a, a very famous director and so award-winning director is constructing some sort of nightmare this for is only you for to rich live. by the way there's only four rich people in their therapy oh well there are better so well, you yeah know. of course they, just, they get up at 5 a.m yeah. So obviously they're better than us. Scary time. Oh, I'm, I'm, ugh, I don't like Still it. The, the sun's kind of coming up. I can't get back to sleep. I got to use the bathroom. Ugh, yeah. Yuck. The nightmares are going to be like, uh, uh, this is like, your name is Tim Cook. Your alarm has gone off at 5.20 a.m. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, right. I can't rise and grind. And no. It's a 15-story alarm clock, animated alarm clock, and it's ringing, and the ringing is so clear from the speakers, and then he, he yeah. leaves, and he goes, I'm perfectly cured. Thank By the you, way, Darren Aronofsky. Is, are, are they up-converting, like, Requiem for a Dream and Pie and Mother uh, for I don't, the sphere? <laughs> I don't believe that's on the, car, in the okay. cards, but I maybe. Think, I don't think they have an overall Aronofsky deal, no. I think he went and filmed some elephants for I them. I mean, and- but you think he gets his friends and family, like, guys... We're going to watch it on the real big. Oh, maybe. We're going to watch the whale real big. <laughs> on the real big. Yeah, you we're going to go see the real big. big. <laughs> Do you think there's maybe you by like, the- Yeah, y'all want to go to the real big? <laughs> <laughs> and the emoji outside, it's like regular for a dreams played inside, and the emoji outside's making like the kissy face, or what are it's the, the poop <laughs> emoji. The last couple of months of the sphere before it closes, do you think it'll just be like showing Rocky Horror at night? <laughs> <laughs> and you mean, and by this you mean in 2024. Well, 2024, late <laughs> Early 2025, I don't know, like either time. Depends on when it opens, exactly. I, midnight Rocky Heart, I mean, the place would just be uh, that many forks being thrown at the screen. Well, or, I don't think it would, know? well, yeah, I don't think it would work because of the uh, different, like the curve of the seats. I think you're just hitting people in the, <laughs> the next row mm-hmm. with your forks. Do they yeah. throw forks in the Rocky well, in Horror the, Oh, stuff? in Midnight. Yeah, there's when a, you watch Midnight, midnight they do there's a, a lot I've never of participants. Patience. What are the, what are the forks fun. for? I don't know. Jason, or are we, confl- uh, are we not conflating the spoons at the room? Isn't there toast? Well, that's where it came from. Is that this forks? Do they throw I toast? So. I always thought they threw toast. Maybe I've never done that. They have it. to bring toast? Forks, Rocky Horror Picture Show. I thought it was forks. I could be wrong. I thought the spoons thing was a nod to Rocky Horror. I don't. I Now, I've only seen Rocky Horror once. But I don't, and I don't. Remember you didn't see a midnight screening business. of it. No, no, because that's when the, when the nonsense happens. Well, I'm as far searching as I'm some articles for forks. I don't think I this swore is a there thing. was throwing stuff in the screen. If there is throwing stuff for sure, but fan, I don't know. I think toast might be correct. 
Okay. I think it's toast. Maybe it's toast. Mm-hmm. A guide. Here's a guide. Yes, toast. Uh, yeah, toast for sure. I don't know if toast makes more sense because you're not going to hurt anybody if you hit them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Forks just seem dangerous. Yeah. I wonder, is there anything? Well, Brad refers to having taken the wrong fork in the road a few miles back. Okay. Maybe everybody throws forks okay. at that. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, it could be. I don't know. I, I, I legitimately don't know, but this also I don't does know feel either. like conflating the, the room space. I'm not sure. Uh, so, um, but the, we'll know when we're seeing it on the sphere screen at midnight in <laughs> Late 2024, early 2025, because <laughs> they're not sure what else to do. <laughs> All right, we're doing porns. All right, everybody, cut. you're you're, you're <laughs> oh allowed to God. jerk off. You just saved it. You, you just saved, saved the it. whole thing. There is a lot of production of that sort of thing in Las Vegas. So porno, you, know. you just, mm, so just get let yeah. it out. Like if it's, we got to get butts in the seats, and if that's <laughs> if what it takes is looking at butts. <laughs> and showing your bare butt and touching somebody else's butt. This, this sphere is for orgies now. My James Dolan. Uh, Girl, you've saved the sphere. <laughs> My goodness. Lauren Boebert can get whatever she wants grabbed <laughs> in here whenever she wants. If <laughs> Maybe her specific thing is Beetlejuice. We will play Beetlejuice. We will play a wants. film version of the musical. We'll play the first movie. We'll play an early <laughs> cut of the second movie that I can't believe they're making. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, other innovations in Shanghai. We have finally stopped using all of the same words. Wait, that's not true because the word jet is in there. No, oh, yeah, it's not Astro Jets, it's not Tomorrowland Jets, it's not Rocket Jets, it's Jet Packs. And here, finally, we've got an actually new thing. Is it still a rocket round and round? Yes, but you now have restraints on, it's that kind of ride. And sorry, Mike, you got dangling, dangling legs, legs. it yeah. has become a yeah. dangling leg ride but good views picturesque sweeping views of mm-hmm. uh, um you know you get your tron ride in there which looks cool you get your beautiful shanghai castle but it's le- finally a new type of experience which also speaks to Sh- shanghai in general i think kind of an innovative park yeah let's not just do the same exact stuff so i give them credit for doing jet similar packs. to like the silly symphony swings in california adventure yeah. or like an Does old that carnival yes really like yeah California yeah too. especially huh. if you're on the outside of it that freaks me out. If I'm like, I'm going right into the water or I'm going right onto the concrete. Sure. I'm exposed here. I always liked it as a kid, but the older I get, even the more. Did I'm you like, like when it was the big orange? Because at least you were enclosed a, a little, little more. Kind of. Did I like the big orange better than the... Sim- uh, maybe. I felt comforted by being inside the big orange. But then you might just go slam against the wall of that. I was still stressed, probably. If you smacked that orange. Yeah. Uh, what, what about uh, Zephyr? Golden Zephyr? Do you feel more enclosed in that because you're kind of surrounded? Yeah, I guess so. It's a similar thing, but yeah, my leg's not dangling on the Golden Zephyr. That's true. So I'm in a little vehicle. Are you that something's going to like cut your foot off? It just feels too exposed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just feels like I need to be in a little bubble. You know, like Jason says, he likes to get under the uh, the pillow the, uh, the pillow fort or like the what does he well, say? He has his research fort. His research yes. fort. Yeah, yeah. I like to be in that in a vehicle, a ride vehicle. I like to be just. Mm-hmm. Nice and cozy. Well, and a ride womb. A ride womb, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. So, I mean, I'm sure there's an example that I'm not thinking of that I'm okay. Like Soren, my leg's dangling and I'm comfortable with it. Okay. But that's such a gentle. Mm-hmm. It also may be, maybe the quality of Soren makes you just like, I'm going to Yeah, maybe, deal with it. maybe the music. But you don't give that up for Silly Symphony Swings. Right. That's ultimately just just swings. Right. Does this, are you not going on? If you make it to Shanghai, are you going on? I'll do it. No, I'm going to do it. I'll do it. Look, I'm <laughs> going to do it. I'm going to prove to all the kids and the adults and the old folks that I'm cool still. Well, you got to learn how to, how to say, 
I'm cool in Chinese. Yeah, of course, so yeah, that's number one. The... That's number one, yeah. I don't uh, know if jetpacks, if you control it. I don't know if you've got oh, a that's joystick a good question. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't you. see that. Or does it just go all the way up? Or does it like up and down Interesting. Uh, in a pattern of their own design? That's a good question. I was thinking too that there was some element of like jetpacks that they were going to do for that initial Avengers ride. That looked because you were legs dangling and little yes. chairs. Yeah. It I don't know if it like it looked like it was like bungee cord like but there was going to be some version of you're in that type of a chair mm-hmm. and then you're being swung around in front of a screen or something. Oh yeah, yeah. So I feel like that was part of it, at least from that art we saw. Well, maybe they'll get it in a different country because it's not <sighs> it happening here. It's not happening here. Um. So, uh, oh, and then here to keep speaking to uh, innovation, to throwing out the rules. I think Tokyo has done the ultimate Tokyo thing. And in the recent past, they have said, why do we need a Jets ride? Mm. This is gone. It is uh, replaced by Happy Ride with Baymax, which is one of those kind of whip arounds like uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree. Sleeper Very ride. Very pleasant genre of cute. ride. Very um, cute. Ha- with the cute the Baymax name. aesthetic, great. Yes, really yeah. like the name. It and, seems like it's a fun little light show in there. And just a, like, like physically uh, such a fun feeling a much yeah. more fun feeling than you would expect seeing it yeah yeah just really such a really cool seems like nothing but then also like like it, it felt like a little thrill to me so i was nervous taking my then two-year-old on it but mm-hmm. he loved it. he just laughed and laughed at it so it wasn't yeah. like too much for him right sure um so it's a good whole family ride so yeah. that's really smart and this is also right next to that i believe am i correct that tokyo has no autopia anymore the true way right. of the future. Right. So they Zero are. So I clearly Tomorrowland needs to be followed on all fronts, which might include here in Disneyland. Are we, is it killing us if we have no version of this ride in Disneyland at all? I don't think any of us care. I don't think anybody cares. Jason, I mean, it'd be neat care? to get it back up on top of that platform, but not a priority way down in the list. Yeah. Well, Tokyo is getting that cool uh, Space Mountain redo too. Well, that is going to, th- that's, a true game changer. And they're suddenly, if we're measuring Tomorrowlands, yeah. isn't that going to re- like get that one up to number one? Oh, yeah. If if in California they were to do that and then do Tron like half a block down, yeah. imagine. Yes. Just mm-hmm. these cool-looking, futury oddball buildings yeah. like yeah. that. Very much so. Yeah. Well, I think... The Tomorrowland discussion is going to have a lot more plus it up, what do we do, uh, um, than maybe typical stuff that we we discuss because a lot needs to be done. Is there any version of Astro Orbiter that is uh, salvageable besides the obvious of putting it back on the platform? How do we make this more of something? Is it je- is it going with this jetpack thing? Is there some way to incorporate an IP or a story, dare I say, which somehow makes it more essential? Hmm. Yeah, uh, uh, it's a good question. I don't know. It would have to be like Star Wars or Guardians, I guess, at this point of space Could this somehow be an experimental Tony Stark vehicle? Yeah. yeah. Which then once sure. you see it just goes round and round. But if you could get... Some VO from a fake Robert Downey Jr. They've got the guy. We're working on a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> they got three guys. Yeah. Them up. Oh, you think we? Oh, yeah. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. Hey, let's get those three guys uh, at once. Uh, uh, pepper, pepper. pepper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do it. That's a good keyword. I guess that's how you do it. Huh? Pepper, 
Hey, hey happy. The key. Yep. Uh, hit the ignition. Babe. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. You're doing... <laughs> like a Sammy Davis. <laughs> Dennis Miller. Dennis Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Climb aboard one of Dennis Miller's experimental rockets. <laughs> now we're talking. Dennis Miller's <laughs> oh, boy. is the character that's the in for it's this like the, ride. It's, it's a representation of the whirlwind you're in when you're in yeah. one of his sets of references. If hey, look, babe, it's not the longest... <laughs> okay, it's not the longest jaunt, but it's at least something. <laughs> You're gonna be flying faster than a tomato aimed right at Michael Eisner's head in '87. <laughs> uh, uh, Tony, yeah, you could do it like jetpack style on their little Ar- Iron Man kind of suits on the out, like on the back of it. This is pretty good, and that would be fun. Kids would, uh, kids would be into that. Industries, I don't like this being in the front. I think you got to move that. Yeah, it's weird to have like here's a big Marvel thing right at the entrance. Right, this ain't bad if they're gonna have. And we're we're we don't have a lot of Marvel rides yet, to be honest. So this kind of simple ride having a nice little. This is kind of a legit good idea. Okay, I'm gonna uh, toss this out. One of the things that I had been most delighted by in the last few years, the um in Toy Story Land. The Little Green Men version of the Baymax ride mm-hmm. and the Mater ride mm-hmm. is like kind of enclosed, and they're playing like loud techno mm-hmm. covers of right. like the Toy Story songs, and they're mm-hmm. like, uh, of, by the way, by Red Hot Chili Peppers, maybe. Oh no, sorry, Scott. And in line to see the, the show boops. tonight, and there's just crazy like colored lights going. If you could. It, you want to enclose this i don't want to enclose it all the way but sort of like the orange or sort of like the mm. disney world astro orbiter where there's some stuff on the outside you get some colored lights on those things the only way i agree with that is if it has to be on the ground and you're not going to get to see because you know i like to see the sights so if it has to be on the ground and you okay. want to give some more lights and f- stuff to look at then maybe um i, I could see i see what you're saying but okay. then where does that go? Is that a hub thing? Yeah, I yeah. don't know. That also, I think, I think that's a that's an alien thing, not a Green Army Men thing. No, the little green. Oh, you sorry, mean little the little green, green men. men. Yeah. The demolish the Pizza Planet aliens. Right, right. Yeah. In the demolished version of Tomorrowland redo in Disneyland, mm-hmm. then you got options. You this ride also being. I don't think I like this as much as Tony Stark's experimental spinner machine. Yeah, but. It being something where you're like strapped in with ali with the aliens, uh-huh. uh huh. That's something. I mean, they're already represented in Astro Blasters, I guess. Right. But like, you mean that? Yes. Yeah, this is going to be the last. You know, space. We're not getting anything else that works for space. We're not uh, Tomorrowland bombed. We're not getting get, uh, no John Carter properties is not, will not be our <laughs> John mm. Carter Two is not coming anytime <laughs> no. soon. No. Unless you just, unless, I don't want them to call these the Tron jets, and then we don't, and you make it look like Tron, but then we don't get the real Tron ride. There's still talk of Tron 3. There's, they're still talking about it. Oh, yeah, right. So well, maybe. The guy was mad that he couldn't make it because of the writer's strike. Yeah, he was mad at the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Please, I guess. let me make another bomb with Jared Leto. <laughs> Disney, one, <laughs> one IP bomb with Jared Leto is not enough for this company. <laughs> Please let us pay this man more to not deliver for us. Yeah, so maybe, yeah, it's another little Tron offshoot. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing like this in Tron. Wait, wait, if if they all look like the, you do the flying saucer kind, then it's the discs. Now we're doing the, Mm. uh, you know. The flying discs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, sure. The Tron Frisbees. I'm into that. Call it the Tron Frisbees. That's what everybody would call it. Tron Frisbees, Game Grid, Game Grid Frisbees, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
a general bigger thing. Oh, God, this is take. I mean, I still again, this doesn't replace the roller coaster, but you take that stupid carousel building and that is the game grid. That's a big that's a giant arcade yeah. now. Why isn't Starcade a Tron? I thing? yeah, that should be a Flynn's yeah, Wreck-It yeah, Ralph mashup. They that was so great when they made it an arcade for uh, Wreck-It Ralph. And I yeah. think the Flynn's arcade they put over by Electronica in California yes. Adventure. That yes. was great. That was really cool. They don't. Yeah, I just think they're like money wise. They don't think that that's worth it, other than just a promotional opportunity to have an arcade. Just doesn't make sense. Oh, that magic wise. keyholder lounge with tiny electric bul- billboards for West Side Story was really bleak. Really, <laughs> I never stuff. went. I never yeah. got to go. Well, I got a slip of paper that once I entered a code and went through several levels on a Disney website, I got a gift card for Disney worth ten dollars. So, well, well, well. So yes, I made money by to give Jeez. back to them uh, by figuring out what the hell that lounge was. Yeah, by one and a half sodas. yes at disney prices yes yeah (laughs) it's one and a half to sonny's the sleeve of a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt um but i mean something that ain't bad i think i think you put it up top you give it a little story because where you know what one thing maybe the only thing that helps the disneyland version is that little, I do kind of like that voiceover, like the Astro Orbiter. Oh yeah, I, love I never. Do you guys ever go on this ride? I kind of only not for a while. In. Yeah, it's been like this not is like a once years. a decade. It's, it's just it's an unpleasant line to stand in Very. at Disneyland. Really boring, and it's what I forget. There's a term for. It's one of those lines where it just it stops. Switch no, not switch uh, back. That's but there's the wraparounds. A, yeah, yeah, but there's a, it's just one of those lines where you know it doesn't continuously move, which always psychologically better. Yeah. It's yeah. a stop and start line. Yeah, you just stare at it. You yeah, start to so, wonder, and you see people walking by next to you, free with their yeah with their futures ahead of them. <laughs> right, and I've put myself in a line cage. Yeah, and it's not not a fun line to stand in, and ultimately, it's like this ride's real short. Yeah, and you just you don't go. I assume I'll go when the child is old enough to go. I, we'll do it often because it's an early one. I'm sure. not as germaphobic as I was in the last few years, I feel like, but I try to avoid packed elevators uh, when I can still. Oh, for Disney World, you mean? Yeah, uh, anywhere. uh, Packed elevators are a little mentally still like, oh, this feels nasty. Mm. Sure. So you won't be going for a little while? Huh? You don't like the Disney Disney World World one either then? Well, that's what I, uh, no, I'm saying, you were saying problems with the Disney World one waiting in line, that one you had to get in the elevator, which for a while they were sending up one party at a time. Oh, right, yeah, Which seems- That seems like it's going to take a while. Like folly, Very, very slow, yes. Uh, Yeah, I wonder if that was a reason to move it too. We don't want to just like- the elevator it's a boarding hard, system is pretty. Yeah, for a for a ride that doesn't have a ton of capacity. Yeah, to have to like make people do an extra step to get to it. I understand. Like if you did put it up in front of like Space Mountain or something right there, and there was a way to easily load. Like that's at least it's elevated and it's not. Yeah, you don't have to send an elevator up if you have ramps and things. And yeah, yeah, sure. But if you're blocking, but if you're, passageways, well, this is all a lot of marks down. I'd say for. For Florida, but what do we do? We think having examined the mall, and it's hard to say because we haven't done Hong Kong, we haven't done, done Shanghai. What do we think's number one of this genre? Ooh, good, good question. Um, it's hard because yeah, like the elevation at Disney World seems great. 
Yeah. I've done it. So, yeah. I think I still give it to that. I think I, that wins. Aesthetically, it has, it has the best of both worlds. You've got your, your, your planets. I think those are painted wonderfully, vibrantly. Yeah, they still look good. They keep those pretty up to, like, still looking good. Um, I think Hong Kong has the flying saucers. Yeah. Just having four people per vehicle, 14 vehicles, that's nearly 50 people every go around, and it's more comfortable. Yeah. I'll tell you, though, the sights aren't as good. You don't get the I sights. you're not. Well, I, I mark it down for that. It's it's going to be hard for a cert, uh, people of a certain age to to turn down seeing the contemporary from far away. <laughs> yes. That's yeah. really what it comes down to, I think. Your point earlier was, was correct. Mm-hmm. That for, like, Even if you don't like that, you know, it's still... There's still just, yeah. There's neon and there's Space Mountain. Yes. There, you there's know, other you stuff that's good too. Direction. But for this group, can't really. It's hard to beat being yeah. able to see the contemporary from it's just, a ride. It makes me so. I love looking at it from afar. Then I yeah. love going in it and being up there and looking back the other way and seeing uh-huh. the Astro Orbiter with an E from there. Yes. Um, yes. There's yep. also that. Well, this this should be in the pre-do Tomorrowland, but that giant platform above, like loading Space Mountain. Just that big empty nothing. So Mike was kind of saying that, right? You're th- yeah. That's just with yeah. a target, right? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. What, yeah. Uh, what is? Excuse it? me. Why is it there? That's just what the the movie theater is below it. Yes. Yeah. There's so much weird. The old Space Mountain like line and like it's so much better. I mean, like, the, so yeah, the speed ramp right up to it. It just that's feels my like, era speed ramp era. Speed ramp. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just there's so many like it's never gotten the biggest renovation. So it feels like all these different decisions have just led to it with all these kind of confusing things being stuck. The fact that, I mean, it did get a big renovation, but they had to undo all of it. It yeah, was so true. unpopular that it just went all but, the way backwards. Yeah, but not 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 the money that it needed, I guess. It did get renovations, but like it felt like it didn't get its like new fantasy land. Both parks got a new fantasy land, and especially like the Disneyland overhaul of fantasy land. Mm-hmm. When you see what it looked like before is unbelievable yeah because it yeah. feels like the trash sh- it looks like shit the old <laughs> disney uh, fantasy land it is carnival and you're like wow i this feels like it's been here forever of course it looks as good as this and then you see the old f- video but like it's tomorrow has never gotten like full it, it doesn't ever get the full thing it needs no it never gets the love. It never gets the full love. Really what we need ultimately for Tomorrowland is love. Well, love is certainly the most important thing. <laughs> um, we know. Is Disneyland the worst one of these? Oh, interesting. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I think so. I think the other ones the have little is really... facets that make it. Jetpacks is new. Well, Hong Kong loads better. Japan's is blown up. The placement uh, is really Paris still, is the same ride, but it's prettier. It's got prettier it's stuff around it. Hard to get it. the placement out of the equation. So maybe it's not so cut and dry if I don't think about the placement at Disneyland. Mm-hmm. But if you I, put the I placement, see no other option. But if you put the placement in, it's for sure the last one. Yeah, I'm yeah. Whispering again because I, I don't want to. I have a um, this. This is like a. This makes me sad to ask, but I feel like I have to ask it. Is Astro Orbiter the worst ride in Disneyland Park? Wow. That's something I hadn't even considered. Um, if it, because like, and it's not even. I think that's actually a strong park. Yeah, it's a if really it, that's strong park. the worst. Yeah. Um, but like, maybe by def- what is and let's so we we take California Adventure out of there. It's only oh, okay. it's only Disneyland Park. 
Yeah. I, this was a grim mm. thing to realize. I feel like it might have to be. That's interesting. It's a it, lot of heavy hitters in that park. It if, really is. And they don't have any of the uh, like, you know, actively bad journey into imagination with figment. Stuff that decayed weird. to the yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing that is so... Uh, t- I mean, I don't like Autopia, but yeah. people like it. Yeah. There's, you get a little more of something... There's some scenery. I got yeah. to do it with a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Doing it with a little yeah, kid. That's true. Kids like to drive. Yeah. Uh, um, I want it. I want it to be something else. We just we just spent uh, we made it to ninety, I believe, talking about this ride. Gadgets. I don't want to to end the episode by saying this is the worst ride in Disneyland. <laughs> Feels so grim. Gadgets go coaster. No. No, that's kind of fun. <laughs> Jason, it's kind Jason. of fun. Well, but this is kind of, Astrober's kind of fun. I haven't done the new, I don't know what they did to it. I haven't <laughs> done do it very much. Not story. much, Not I don't much. think. Do you Ooh. have to bring in, this feels like throwing, this feels like, you know, like throwing relatives under the bus or something. The 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 Main Street rides. But that's only because they like are very uh, what, modest you, in their uh, expectations. You mean like Lincoln? No, like the buses. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, the Omnibus? Oh, and that, the you're gonna get, you're, he's going to choke you out. He's going to get as mad as I got earlier. <laughs> you say that the buses are the... <laughs> for We're not, not going to be able to breathe all the Looney Tunes smoke that's going to be left in this room. <laughs> uh, is, is it this? What's what, Are we missing something? It's bottom... It's, um, it's not Casey Jr. That's great. Sto- I don't... Storyland? That feels weird. It feels weird. I don't even like calling Astro Orbiter the worst. This feels yeah. too. I don't think. Yeah, I what, can about the, what about say the term it. least essential? Maybe. Yeah. That might <laughs> can be we go it. softer yeah. because it's. I don't think Astro Orbiter is actively bad. I think if I yeah. went on it tomorrow, I'd have a great time. But yeah. you just weigh all these things against it and what it could be, and that it just that it it but it's like clogs up the pipes of this part. I could say I'll, I could comfortably say bottom five. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I could say that. Wait. Wait. Finding Nemo submarine. Well, yeah, that's pretty unpleasant. Ooh, are you chilled that they I even said it? Uh, that's Ooh. that is another one where I don't know exactly what the support for it is. Because mm-hmm. I, I would love ra- I going. I would on rather it. do Astro Orbiter if I had a choice. I'm picking Astro Orbiter. I might too. Ooh, yeah, the, the Nemo. I don't know if that. That's going to be interesting to see if that's that's one. That's another like. Tony saved it ride supposedly and the older folks are the submarines are so important to Disneyland and that's another one where I don't think the three of us care that much about it. Yeah, yeah. And I like the lake being there. That's great. I like in and general I like the, the aesthetic of, of all of it, but I'm sure we'll talk I, about the history and think that's cool and they had the mermaids out and they but I don't that Nemo I never thing go is never it. no, I don't ever do it. I don't remember the last time I went. Maybe I went out right when it was when they did the redo. Yeah. But I think that's all that's it. I think I I'm I just almost want to throw it to that so that we don't end an episode about the attraction by calling it the worst ride. That's good, yeah. And if we then do Finding Nemo submarines, then I might feel the same way and say, you know what? Astro Orbiter is the one that sucks. (laughs) Maybe (laughs) I'll fall in love with it. I'm curious here. I'm just going to, what's the, oh, this is Carly Wiesel. Ah, what did she say? What did she call the, she puts, ooh, interesting. One I mentioned, Storybook Land Canal Boats at the bottom. And then, yeah. then Nemo, then Casey Jr. Carly. Uh-oh. No, no. Astro Orbiter bottom five. As far as Jason's concerned for putting that, the Casey Jr. so low. <laughs> I mean, Casey Jr. Uh, is delightful. A storybook boats, that's a boat. It's a functional boat. You at least get to ride in a boat. You're in a boat. There's something. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Nemo uh, subs, I'm c- more comfortable. She says, plagued by two small rocket pods, yeah, and reliably lengthy sun-soaked weights, yes. At a minimum, it's dizzying. I'm comfortable saying best. bottom five. I don't know if I'm comfortable saying worst ride. Yeah. Well, she put it right at, it is five. She put, she. I almost feel guilty, but she's not wrong. You, I think you, in this conversation, you have to have Roger Rabbit's cartoon spin, unless they get mm. it up to Tokyo quality, which I, t- I said I went on, and it's spectacular there. I think it's in top ten in Tokyo, but bottom five. I think that Disneyland. I, interesting. They, just, I will, they don't maintain it well, and that stupid Jessica Rabbit thing. Well, ever since they put the code on, it's raised uh, levels in my mind. It's top ten, so <laughs> that was it, my big problem. You give it with modesty it. points. Yeah. So ever since they covered up Jessica Rabbit, I've liked the ride a lot better. And I like that she looks like a peeping tom. So well, right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes, please come and peep at us in Orlando. Um, but hey, look, you know, you determine what you determine, and I think we all we have to admit this doesn't go very high. Do I want there to be? Uh, rocket type attractions in the parks mm-hmm. absolutely I challenge Disney mm-hmm. to set their sights for the future and elevate this thing mm-hmm. perhaps literally just put it on top of the platform it's not that complicated you could just put it up high yeah yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't mind you gotta it. rebuild the platform but uh, you know that's not so but crazy you have to do that it's not God's so crazy sake, the people mover it was so just make it what it was <sighs> just go backwards the past is the future okay yes. it's what yes. we all want it's all right so, it's so obvious Don't anyway kill the past <laughs> Don't do Despite what. Despite the future. Last Jedi. Don't do it. Oh, that's a Last Jedi quote. Kill the, kill, does Yoda say it? Kill the past or something? Destroy destroy the past? Kill it if you must? Mm-hmm. Memorable lines there or not. I, <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. You survived podcast the ride. Uh, hey, uh, once again, click on links for these live shows. Really excited. If you can't make it in person uh, in LA, the Hauntcast ones, we'll live stream those. Orlando, sorry, we're not live streaming it, but it will put them out as podcast episodes. It's going to be a blast if you're there in person. Find us on the socials. Merchant RT Public Store. For three bonus episodes every month, check out Podcast Thread, The Second Gate, where we just talked other Tomorrowland stuff, or get one more bonus episode on our VIP tier, Club 3. You will find all of that at patreon.com slash podcastthride. And on my way out the door, I think I thought of another good one. This is this one's more Blue Sky. I don't know if they're going to do it, but I was like, what else do we talk about in this episode that we have positive feelings about, that we could inject into this embattled ride? Shack. Why take space out of it? The tower is Shaq, and he is trying to swat at (laughs) basketballs to block them to defend his team, and you are in the basketballs. We've all heard of Shaq Fu, but what about Shaq Future? I don't think we can say anything yeah. after that. What about it? What about Child it? it? Imagine what could be. Full shack overlay of Tomorrowland. <laughs> Would anyone have a problem? There's the answer, Shaq. All right, go with me. It's outside of the. It's outside of the box. Shaq, Shaq everywhere. Blue Shaq. sky. If Blue the budget's sky. high enough, yeah, great. Start middle of Star Tours. Yeah. Hey, Star Tours. What's going on? It's me, Shaq. I know I'm from a different uh, galaxy and time. I just want to check in, make sure you guys are good. Need anything? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a good place Have where fun. I can re- reopen my barbecue restaurant. <laughs> I'm taking investors hey, right now. Be better than Pizza Port. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.